0: In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions.
1: Panther fans unite! My name is Tony Dunn. Cody Lashney, how you doing? TK's yeah. in the house. How you doing, my friend? The stat daddy.
2: But I think Derek Brown, hey man, he deserves that dab on him,
1: big. Uh, dab on him, Phil Snow. Dab on him.
3: All
2: the same, yeah, one hundred percent. Mine is gonna same. go
1: to the fullback. I'm gonna dump on the Richie guy. Dab on him, Shaq. I'm gonna put the
4: towel on Matt Rule. Uh, you know, y'all took all the good ones.
0: Only one post game roars ferociously it's the c3 panthers post game show
1: thank god for jesus christmas santa claus and the propagation of hope and happiness because if it was up to the carolina panthers to promote and propagate that idea we would all uh be telling the kids of realities of life Man, the Carolina Panthers got hit, or our fan base got hit with a big dose of reality as the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the living snot out of the Panthers in what was arguably the most boring game ever. You got beat down by nobody. Nobody. Not even anybody played. It did anything good. The Panthers, the bank got robbed. It was an inside job, Cody. Keith Taylor was working on the inside. Man. The Panthers, done, toasted, fall to the Pittsburgh Steelers 24-16 And what was really a heartbreaker for fans who had just been generating some excitement, Cody.
2: Everything that we had been doing well over the past few weeks to build momentum, the Panthers backslid and did the opposite today. There was no controlling of the line of scrimmage on offense or defense. We were not running the ball effectively on offense at all. And then our defensive line just absolutely got pushed around on their home turf. They got brutalized at the line of scrimmage in the defensive backfield and man, we have to call some people to the front of the congregation, man. Keith Taylor, oh dude, cut him yesterday. I don't even care, dude. If you're going to cut Ben A. Ben Wickery after what Julio Jones did to him all those years ago, then, dude, Keith Taylor needs off this team, man. That was absolutely abysmal. The zone coverages was abysmal. And, you know, we were supposed to protect the bank. That's what Steve Wilkes was saying. And today, not only did we fail to protect the bank, dude, they straight us, straight up robbed us. And uh, we're going to be in need of that post-game therapy session, us included. But you know we're going to do it with the best damn Panther fans in all of YouTube. we got Alex Pro, Bro Man, Cody C13, KG73. Of course, you know G-Baby's in the chat room. He's ready to talk all his shit. London Panther, KG73s, Tizzy Smith, Underground West, Twan Don, and Ross Gold. Tony Don ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll.
1: Um, look, guys, the the Panthers, I don't know. Is that you know it's kind of weird about when it comes to Keith Taylor because look, if you look at anything that the team, their stats on the other team, Najee Harris had 86 yards rushing. John Deontay Johnson had 10 catches, but he still didn't even have over hundred yards. Right. Even Mitch Trubisky only had a set 179 yards pass, and we were talking about this before we started, Greg. And and although that this was just a one score game, at the end of the day, it felt like the Panthers from the very get go were fighting to stay in the game at all, despite the scoreboard. Right, they just kind of were playing for. I mean, it. I know it was only seven points or eight points or whatever it is, but it felt like. That was like Mount Everest at some points. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking during the game. It, it looked easy for Pittsburgh and really hard for us. We were keeping up, but it looked right, like Pittsburgh yeah. was just having an easy time going out there and doing it. And for us, it was really hard to keep up. There was no point in this game where I felt like, like, I kept cheering, like, yeah, hey, here we go. We're going to come back. But, like, realistically, there was no signals in this game that we were going to come back. We were just getting our asses beat the whole game. This is a game where the score doesn't necessarily show how the game went because we got stomped the whole game. On on every all three levels, and just ended up in a loss. Cody, it, it really felt like they beat us the way that we beat try Seattle to beat teams. Yeah, but can I say there is hope? Atlanta lost today. If Tampa Bay loses today, we're in the exact same position at the end of the day that we started in. We're two, one game back with three games left against two teams we've already beat, and we have the tiebreaker in the whole league in the NFC South. So we're still in the same position as long as Tampa Bay loses. That's the only silver lining to this
1: loss. CK, they got our number, Pittsburgh. It feels yeah. like every well, time.
3: Got, well, dude, it's absolutely unreal, ungodly how uh, how easy it felt like they had it to run against our our vaunted defense. Right? Yep. Um, it just didn't. It none nothing makes sense. The world is a lie, um, as we know it. Uh, I, listen, I mean, it is what it is. Life goes on. Um to be quite honest with you, the biggest, uh, the best player on our team was Sam Darnold today. And that's, that's not like saying that he was a great player. It was just, he was the best player on the field today. Uh, and it's hard to argue that fact. Um, and that's, that just, it shouldn't be the case with a defense like ours, and uh, in a run game, like we're supposed to be vaunting. Our, our offensive line. Couldn't, couldn't stop a nosebleed today. Um, they couldn't get pressure up front to get any of the, the, the run game going. Uh, it was just god awful display of, of football on on most of the phases that you could ask for uh, good
1: good football on. So, all right, the numbers two five two 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 eight fifteen ninety eight. That's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. We want to hear your thoughts on the game. Uh, were were the black on black with the silver hats the jinx of the day, or was it Nick Montero? Uh, was he the jinx of the day? There's gotta be oh. some reason the Carolina <laughs> Panthers have lost. Uh, yeah. so like, I mean, there's something wrong in the water there. We want to hear your thoughts on, um, how the Panthers kind of rebound from this. Are they still, uh, uh, in this or was this the gut punch that the Bengals game felt like at the time? I mean, and, and can we rebound the numbers? two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. 98, smash the thumbs up button. Be a part of the conversation. Let's start with this, guys. Um, the offensive Cody, you you began with a first, I like I thought we all had good points we just made in our little opening. like everybody, I like Greg's. They made it look easy. everything they did easy, we made it look hard. Cody, you started out with a good one too, which was everything that we have done well in the uh, in the past couple of weeks leading up to our excitement that's generated our excitement. We did poorly today. And I want to start with the offensive line. <sighs> I know the easy picking is going to be Taylor Mote, and People are going to point out that TJ Watt got around him on that and blasted Sam on a couple, you know, some different things. But this game, this this offensive line, we weren't unable to run the ball in the slightest. Uh, in fact, we gave up. I, I wouldn't even say we gave up on the running of a game. It was just like it just didn't, nothing worked at all. And they got after Sam. There was four sacks today. What happened to this offensive line that just a, days ago, we were called the best that the Panthers ever had?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those. I, I don't know what it is about the Panthers. Every time. 3-4 defense, dude. It fucking kills us, man. Well, but also, look, someone in the chat room just said it. I should have left it on it. Uh, right here is the Denko. It says size matters. Their linemen were just bigger than ours. Both their O line and D line, like I said last week, stopped the run. Uh, without a diverse offense, were beautiful. But I mean, look, it's not like the game plan was necessarily horrible. But we were just beaten. We we were the older brother came to town, and they put it on us. They were bigger. They were stronger. They were more physical. Their offensive line was just leaning on us. And moving for six yards at a whim, it was absolutely embarrassing. And it's to the point that look, we've all been very, very, very quick to praise Steve Wilkes, and I think rightfully so. You know, I, I'm not off of my endorsement, but dude, when you've been pumping up the fan base and saying, "Hey, we got to protect the bank, we have to come out and really put out a great performance," the fact that your defense comes out so damn soft, like like toilet paper, that is absolutely unacceptable. We were bullied on all phases of the game, and I don't know how you let that happen. The first drive on uh, their offense, it was apparent how this game was going to go. We had no answer for anything that they wanted to do. We played that sorry-ass soft zone coverage. And we let guys like uh, Najee Harris and uh, Pickens and, and Deontay Johnson just go to town on us on big-time third down moments when we needed to get off the field. It was absolutely bullshit. But The one thing I do want to say, and I want to get out ahead of this, I'm proud of Sam Darnold. Dude, I don't care what anybody says. I'm not saying that Sam was perfect. But, dude, Sam has done nothing but get better and better as he's been under center. He navigated the pressure well. He even evaded some big time would be sacks that would have been very, very costly for his football team. There were some fantastic throws made by Sam Darnold today and some great catches by DJ Moore and Terrace Marshall. But the lack of run game and the inability to stop the run. It just absolutely took all the momentum away from this Panthers team. Completely.
1: The big brother beating up the little brother. Even we were debating on Debate My Take earlier this week if the Panthers should trade for Mike Tomlin and my immediate response was no, we've got Wilkes, and you don't need to give up assets. But even Mike Tomlin, like it felt like he beat up Steve Wilkes today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody yeah. beat us up, and when I say beat up on Steve Wilkes, um, they had a 21 play drive. CK, these guys won in the way that Wilkes has preached that we're supposed to win in the trenches. And twenty-one plays. We're sitting here, Cody. CK, Ck, Cody is going off about how he wants to get out ahead of Sam Darnold. I told you guys last week. If a guy throws two hundred twenty-five yards on this for this team, he's going to look awesome. And that's all he did today. He looked. You know what I'm saying? Like two hundred twenty-five yeah. yards. We just got beat up, man.
4: And and I want to push back real quick on. I'm not disagreeing with you, Cody. We mentioned this before the show. I don't think that Sam Darnold had a bad game, but at the same time, we need a quarterback that in this position can win the game for us. Like, I'm not saying that Sam Darnold is is not the guy that he can't, but but Sam Darnold had plenty of opportunities in this game to bring us back he didn't do it. He played well. Uh, well. We had two or three drives where they went, what, three and out? Or they went out when he could have came back and we were down one or two. How is that all on Sam? I'm not,
2: I'm not what saying about it's all on plays Sam. Where Sam fucking I'm not saying
4: us. it's all on Sam. I'm just saying. Look, man, I'm sitting here giving Trevor Lawrence praise the whole day. I feel like you put Trevor Lawrence in that position. He probably wins those games. And that's me saying this. I don't have yeah, three four chances to
1: have a game game tying or winning drive like, in this game. We like, didn't do it. We punted uh, uh, the ball uh every time in the second quarter. Right. Yeah. That I mean, was those, the those second quarter really played. killed us you know? in this. We got the ball back. We pinned them deep. Uh we got the ball back. I think what was it? Oh, we had to start on the 20. But we got the ball back several times to to in the second quarter to kind of end things or kind of get back in the game. Four plays, negative nine yards. Four plays, eight yards, um, and that. And then we went into the half, and then they come out in the third quarter, and they have a a drive that lasted the entire quarter. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, I,
4: I'm getting chewed up. So that's not, right on, Sam. Look, that's not, not, not on Sam. That's not on Sam. The
1: third, but the second game. quarter no. was this. The second quarter was the time that he was given the opportunity to play a little bit better. And that's when we needed Sam to play better was in the second quarter. But nice I do drive. think you're right is that uh, overall he's played he's played better than anybody else we've had. Agreed. Uh, th- yeah, that's what I said. I, I don't want to talk shit
4: about it or make it seem like I hate the guy. I'm just saying there were three or four drives that could have changed this game today. and maybe, maybe it's not. I'm not saying it's all his fault. But I feel like maybe better quarterbacks might have made a difference in this game. I don't know, though. Mm.
1: You know, I don't know. I, I think in the and second quarter, he missed, like, three passes. And look, I, mean,
2: I feel like I've kind of been the defender of Ben McAdoo. Today, oh, dude, Ben McAdoo needs a paddling, dude. You're on third and eight. You're by your goal line, and you call a quarterback draw on third and eight? What in the fuck are you doing, dude? How dumb is that? You have had success passing the football on third down, And you want to run a quarterback draw? Dude, that was the dumbest shit in the world. And it's like whenever we have to come from behind, one aspect of our team will completely Mm. fail us. So if the offense is playing good, dude, the defense disappears forever. If the defense is playing bad, then Ben McAdoo will call some of these bullshit play calls to put our offense even further behind the line. Where dude, was that it, it, it drive? It's absolutely was that embarrassing. i looking for dude. that drive where he called it on third and nine. It's completely embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And by the way, I see G-Baby in the chat room talking about uh, uh, CJ. CJ was hurt. Why do you think Keith Taylor was out there so much? CJ wasn't even out there on the fucking field. So it's like, what are we been talking about, man?
4: And CJ still ain't shown me enough to make me seem like to to, to bring back what I've said about him. So far, he's played like trash. He's had a few good plays. Let's see CJ yeah, play lo- better. He wasn't even Chief there today. He
2: loves the hurt corners. He loves yeah. Dante and CJ. The ones that are hurt, they aren't even playing. But, dude, listen. On linebacking is soft, I thought Jeremy Chin played soft today, taking terrible angles to the football. Like That first offensive drive they had, dude, Najee Harris had all the time in the world because JC Chin wouldn't just run on him and make the tackle. Luke Kinkley would have never done that, dude. It, it's, it's honestly embarrassing how soft this defense played, knowing that you have the Pittsburgh Steelers coming into town. We're 1-7 now against Pittsburgh. That's absolute bullshit, man.
1: Um, do you think that draw play for Darnold up the middle, I know that you don't like the call, but you're um, at the Pittsburgh 10 it's third and eight do you think that you are thinking four downs there so like if we can get to fourth and three you know and then go for it but the fact that he lost that it was a negative yard put you out of the situation to be able to go for it on fourth down i,
2: I mean i i still say throw the ball if that's your mindset throw the damn football don't run it with sam Darnold. Unless they're playing just 100% man coverage and there's a hole down the middle, then let Sam run. But other than that, we were most I, we I don't think I hate
1: I think I just hate it because it doesn't work. Because if you are in a throw the down position, that QB draw.
2: Oh, it's the dumbest shit in the world. But you're people, having bro. success. Justin
1: Fields ran a 46 yard QB draw today like for, for a touchdown because everybody thought he was passing it.
2: Yeah, but I mean, still, but are, you're, pu- you're are at you at putting dirt, Justin Fields on the
4: same level as Sam Darnold?
2: Well, Sam Darnold got some wheels, <laughs> like,
4: he does, but are you putting on the same
1: level? No, I just feel like this you know. is, I mean, I know that it sucks because it didn't work, but if it hey, gets by the
2: way, uh, no, I didn't mean to interrupt. I no, was just gonna good. say, uh, we got a, a super chat, area 7 with the five dollars says, Offensive line can't do good against elite front sevens, but that's the thing, are they elite? Or did we just out there and embarrass ourselves today? Like running. Yeah, I think it's more
1: the latter, to be honest. This three-four defense distrust drives this team nuts. We have never been able to overcome it. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers—that's there's something about it. We can't look. The three-four defense is a jinx to us, just like Nick Montero is, and just like those stupid black-on-black with the silver hats. Why didn't they wear the black hat? Why did they not they wear need the to black the hat? The black hat to gloss black instead of flat black. The flat, black I think you're only fun, allowed
2: right? to wear it once a year. And by the way, real no quick, way. the five dollar love bomb Panther Gal 73 says, Happy birthday, Noel! Happy birthday, Noel! Nice,
1: happy birthday, and uh, too bad the Panthers couldn't have given you a gift. But what I say is like this is that the, the jinx for the 3 4 is not only do we have trouble defending it. Every time we've tried to switch to it as a defense, we stink at it too. Like the three four, like we don't even understand it as a Carolina as the organization so much that we can't. We get beat up by it, and then we try to adopt it, and we can't do it as good as other teams. Yeah. It's been terrible. It's been a crawl. It's been a thorn in my side. Like those hats, those silver hats, the black on black ruin it. It for everybody. The numbers two five two 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 eight. 5098 that's 252-228-5098 one of the questions asked by the chat and i'm going to give it to you guys because you guys are the only idiots that have been saying this (laughs) deontay foreman still better than christian mccaffrey is just a rusher as he gets arm tackled on fourth and one
2: Nobody. It doesn't matter you're... who the running back was. Nobody was rushing all this. Oh, yeah, dude. this was uh, yeah, horrendous. Christian McCaffrey
1: would have come out of here with you're... 100 no. yards. I uh, think Christian McCaffrey Tony. gets stuck to the goal line. You're trying to you take one, one that, game. You cannot be
3: that vapid, yeah. dude. Sure, they yeah, you're could trying
2: to take one it, game dude. to prove your point.
4: So so let me ask you, if Deontay Foreman rushes for 178 yards next game, are you going to come with the same vigor? Yes. With the same argument? You know what? Do you know I'm what his saying.
1: final stat line was? Terrible. How many? He played horrible today. Was, play I think he was, but I got to just make sure it didn't so. change it last second. Um, Yeah, it did not change Dante Foreman with a whopping 10 carries for nine yards. He had less than one yard to carry. You know what? That's nine more yards than
4: Christian McCaffrey had while he was injured for what? Oh. Two and a half seasons. So um,
1: I think this is really, I think the story is, I, I know you guys want to put it on Keith Taylor but I really think the story comes down to this is the Panthers inability to win on the line of scrimmage on either side. The one thing that Steve Wilkes has been preaching about is this, is that I don't think it's Keith Taylor. I think there were some moments in third down situations that he was taking advantage of and exploited. And that's probably what you're supposed to do as an offensive coordinator, but they ran the ball on us at will. The linebackers weren't stepping into the holes, the defensive line, you know, they negated any of the things that you like, your any of the advantage you get with Brian Burns because they were always in rushing scenarios, right? And then on the offensive line, we just got zero push, zero. I mean, every time we ran the ball, which wasn't a lot, we only ran the ball. We just didn't really get a lot of plays. Yeah. That's the actual thing the is that they cool. annihilated an entire quarter uh, I'm going to try to pull up the game chart but that's the, that's the story They had a right 20
2: there. play they had a 20 play drive 21 in the third quarter. They just it's yeah, 21. I mean, they just ran a ball control offense and we had multiple opportunities to get off the field on third down and failed to capitalize every single time. And look, I'm not putting the loss all on him, but dude, Keith Taylor got burned. He would do that. You got that one, three, four, no, third, and no fourteen. But... And no fucking one. He got his ass kicked from sun up to sun down today. Like he was absolutely embarrassing, taking bad angles, not tackling well. Every time there was a big play that happened, it was over the head of Keith Taylor Jr. It's embarrassing that he's even out there. It's embarrassing.
1: There's another stat uh, that. Uh, really hit us or killed us ck first downs third and like they were what
3: 12 for 15 on third down yeah like that's virtually unheard of
1: they were 12 for 16 for seven they had a 75 percent completion percentage on third down a success percentage guess what the panthers was four for 11, 36%. That's actually, like, normal, you know? Like, I mean, I guess the it's not the worst number. And so, ways. Like 75, they can this they, beat us that third quarter, man. Uh, hey, re- not re- just beat us, quick. but, like, they took a quarter out of the game. So, the number is yeah,
2: Hey, real quick, I just wanted to say, uh, Eric, 37, with another $2. He agrees with Tony. He says uh, that uni combo is cursed and should be forbidden. Dude, everybody believes in superstitions nowadays. Drew blames this loss on Nick, and that's the reason we lost. Tony blames it on the the uni combos that he has said have been cursed forever. Hey, You know what? what? There was some Panther fan that didn't wear their lucky underwear today, and that also played a part in it, I'm telling you. Panther gal, 73, with the $2, says Steelers Thuggery. I mean, yeah, they, dude, they beat us up some thugs. We had no choice, uh, but to just accept our ass whooping.
1: All right, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the calls. The number is 252 228 5098. Take us into the
2: cat calls, Cody. Let's
1: do it. So, what are your thoughts on cat calling?
3: Yeah, it's pretty. You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
0: Uh, very uncomfortable.
3: So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel?
0: It feels good like this. that.
1: Come on, play.
2: Play. Jordan's blaming CK because he didn't bench Trubisky in the Madden All uh,
3: right, Is that what go. it was? Or bench uh, Pickett?
2: Yeah. Or you didn't bench uh, Pickett, yeah. All right, I got it. Jordan believes that too. Are we supposed to be hearing something? Because we do not hear it. No,
0: no, not
2: at all. His okay. ass needs to get what yeah,
0: to show this was. The defense sucked ass. You hear it now. Worse, they sucked yep. the inside of an ass. Worse to that, they sucked the inside of an ass filled with dog shit and whatever nastiness else she could shove mm-hmm. inside of that ass. Keith Trailer,
5: his ass needs to get. Out I'm of like this fucking Call him I Keith Trailer. Take this coaching <laughs> staff
1: with the...
5: No fight, anything.
0: And fuck the Steelers, man. Fuck this whole team, and fuck all y'all wanting to say.
6: We're gonna go to the playoffs. We're gonna win the division.
0: Ain't gonna win no division. Can oh people, you are gonna beat yourself, man? Now, what's the draft legs with? Out of a running for a quarterback, came and get the out of a position to get a top defensive player man fuck this shit man bullshit
1: tough game man uh you know it's just like the the seattle game i told you i wasn't gonna get any hope or get excited about this team unless we beat seattle is that like because you were gonna come on here after the seattle game and say oh there's all this mathematical probability or opportunity where we can make the playoffs there's still hope there's still whatever and if we would have lost to seattle i would have been just like just been so fatigued by those conversations this is a punch in the gut right here this is an opportunity for us to win and to seize the day to seize the opportunity seize the moment to take uh our own destiny into our hands and now we're going to be in that conversation that I was hoping or that I was happy we avoided last week or the last two weeks, which is just or last week, which is, oh, there's a possibility. Greg's over there right now watching. Well, if Tampa, if whatever, and the guy that came on, uh, Mark Bergen, who we had on the show, Cody, this past week on the beat check, he said he was rooting for the entire NFC South to finish six and 11 every single team. And chaos to break out and that's it like
2: happen. it might happen
1: it's impossible you imagine is it is possible i think no i think it is possible right <laughs> no everybody's got five wins in the division and um, then everybody could have one win more right no
3: and there's lose three games. Games. no because they're playing divisional games at the end of the game end of the year
1: No, we all have uh one outside one one
3: outside but everybody has one inside the division as well which means for instance if uh if tampa bay beats us but we beat the saints well tampa bay will have six or seven wins and the saints will have uh six wins or i'm sorry i'm sorry or like they'll have five but let's say that the saints beat the falcons they'll have six Somebody's going to at least have seven. It's impossible mathematically for somebody to have less than less than seven. I
1: hope somebody figure out if it's mathematically possible. That would be awesome if it was. Greg uh, is talking and you're muted. And you're muted. We're playing like the uh, this show's going right now, like the Panthers game. It's full of errors. If
4: Tampa Bay loses out, Carolina wins out. Let's see. New Orleans and Atlanta already played each other today, so they're not playing each other again. And both. No, of those that's teams... not what
1: we're asking, though, Greg. No,
4: listen. That's what I'm saying. To, okay. to get to six and eleven, like think about it. Uh, uh, New Orleans won today. They played. That was their last conference game. Against. I mean. Uh, I mean. Other than, that puts them at five wins. So if New Orleans wins two more games, they have six wins. If Atlanta wins two more games, they have six wins. If Carolina wins two more games, they have six wins. And if New Orleans, if uh, Tampa Bay loses out, they have game. six wins. So. Yeah, you're up right. to one more. So, it, it's it's possible. Well, actually, maybe I'm, I need. I'm gonna go back and look at this. It's possible. Dude, actually. I was never this good at math. I know I'm yeah. not figuring this shit out. Look, I'm labeling the section this, crying fans though, based on the call.
2: like, um, hey, can I can I say this to all of those in the chat and on Twitter who said, "Oh, the Carolina Panthers have to take a quarterback. They have to take a quarterback." Quarterback was not the reason why we lost this game today. <laughs> Agreed. Dude, I would love to have another badass defense lineman added to this defensive line. I would love to have another badass linebacker added to the middle of our defensive backfield. Like, the fact that, like, like, dude, whatever, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to reach on whatever quarterback is there just because everyone has bought into this notion that we absolutely have to have a quarterback. Like, no. Our defensive line needs a lot of fucking help. Our, our defensive backfield needs a lot of fucking help. Brian Burns and Derek Brown cannot be the only two decent players on our defensive line. That is never going to be a, a consistent team on defense. You need another, uh, like Carl Van says, you need another defensive tackle. You need another defensive end. Hell, we need another cornerback. I I feel I think we need another linebacker. We have other needs that we need to fill out, and I'm not just going to go and jump for whatever uh, you know project quarterback they're telling us to to take a chance on. I think that is dumb.
1: The uh, Panthers have a lot of holes. A lot of holes. They got a long way to go. Um, and you know what? If you could go. You might be getting that. Uh, you might have another season like this in store for you. You know, to be honest, like, is that if you're thinking about what the reality of rebuilding a team in the wake of a new coach and stuff is going to be, um, you might be a little bit farther away than you think. Sometimes, the numbers 5098
0: What a shit show this was. The defense. Oh, that's the same.
1: Call. Same call. God, I am struggling today. <laughs>
0: Yo, that's good. C three. This is JD
7: 864. Mm-hmm. Uh with minute 55 left in the game. And um yeah, this 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 has been uh defense not able to get off the field on third down and offense um not being able to sustain drives. I I like the fight. I that, that little chippiness and shit. I uh, I like how the, 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 the guys out there, they, they, ain't, they ain't about letting anybody push them around, but uh, disappointing loss. Um, yeah, disappointing loss, but you still got three games left to go, still can make some noise. Uh, we know what the NFC South looks like right now, so disappointing loss, but you still in it all in all.
1: Regardless, keep on. All right, uh, JD always glass half full, seeing some some good things he lives in paradise folks so i mean of course he's going to be optimistic about the world the chippiness of this team and fighting a little bit at the end i guess
3: at the Maybe. beginning
1: really yeah. yeah you're right um it, it did seem it seemed like this team was upset with themselves at least with uh some of the players that missed some opportunities and shaq thompson uh some guys you know you saw him banging you know, their frustration a little bit but frustration and the fact that they cared about the moment they weren't defeated mentally they're just beat up out there um and exhausted now it's kind of shameful in so many ways uh and like our super chatter said here check this out is uh first i'd like to thank you guys we got uh dot dot was a new member we uh that came and, and jumped on during uh the beat check this past week and then this comment right here can you bring up the super chat Cody? let me see if i can do it. uh. Detail. detail five dollars said someone needs to speak uh to this literally being a steelers home game and it's shameful cody it's shameful that you look into the stands and man the steelers travel well we all knew yeah. this was gonna be like this yeah. but it fills me with shame Well,
4: I said that on Tuesday. I said of all the teams that come to Carolina, I think that's the biggest fan base that shows up. And generally when they get here, there's more Steelers fans than Carolina fans. And it proved itself today. Like they travel well. And, you know, we we mentioned it when we were talking in the game too. Like Carolina is still a relatively young franchise. I know we're almost to the point where we can't really say that anymore. But at the same time, our parents growing up and even messed with me to a certain extent, you grew up either a Redskins, a Falcons, or a Steelers fan because they were the three closest teams around here, you know? So, well, maybe not Steelers, but I know a lot of Steelers fans in this area.
1: But they had a two. They've had a lot of success, but it is mm-hmm. shameful to not see that um, stadium full of blue, blue. Yeah.
2: But I mean, it's like I think if we stood out strong, <clears> like <throat> to me, this is not like how it has to be. I've seen you were this supposed Panther to pick up. My, I was laying there. it out
1: there for you, Cody. That was the setup of setups.
2: What? I, it. I said shameful
1: to- like twelve times.
2: Oh, oh, you know me. I rode the short bus <laughs> when I went to school. So, but no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sometimes you gotta spell things out for me, and sometimes uh, what we actually have to do is spell things out very clearly for these Panther fans. Uh, you know, they're already kind of feeling shame due to what this Panthers team did. So, I mean, we might as well just uh, continue the shame train here and let the conductor do his thing. Big (laughs) Papa, get on these shameful souls.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, Panthers fans, or maybe Steelers fans, you've come here to talk about the Carolina Panthers disappointing outing against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. The first home loss Steve Wilkes has endured. But you haven't hit that like button yet. You haven't hit that subscribe, that notification bell. I have one thing to say to all you absolute freaks. Subscriber shame.
2: Man, we have 169. Nice. People watching. We got 52 thumbs up. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe. Hit that notification bell for every single time the C3 Panthers podcast goes live. You know you need us, man. You have more fun watching than you do. Watch the pathetic-ass Panthers let the Pittsburgh Steelers whip their ass up and down the field. Tony Dunn, let's do some more calls or whatever we got this.
8: Yep, that'll do it. They just made that field goal to make an 11-point game. Um, all week I've been thinking about uh, how Steve Brooks is, in my opinion, just a weak and poor man, Mike Tomlin, and how, you know, I've heard years of Mike Tomlin saying, clear football, run the football, stop the run, yada, yada, that bullshit. And I heard Cody say the Steelers are trending downwards, you know. I mean, like, when you look at it, the whole NFL in terms of defensive teams like that are trending downwards. All the of offensive minded head coach are trending upwards. Nothing against Steve Wilkes. I love Steve Wilkes. I love the story he could bring, uh, with the success story to this team. But you guys are on the on the podcast, like just giving him the job, saying he's earned it. He's four and five, one road victory. And he he's gotten more out of this team than Matt Wool. Whoop-de-doo. Congratulations. Matt Rule is a dog-shit head coach in the NFL. Steve Wilks hasn't proven that much. He's just proven he's way better than Matt Rule. Again, doesn't prove much to me. But, I mean, like, it sucks we lost. I wish we won. I wanted revenge for Cam. I wanted revenge against the Steelers. My parents are Steelers fans. But we lost. DJ got a touchdown, though, so that's cool. Uh Tony got upset at me when I said, Uh, the Lions offensive coordinator my fault. I forgot Ben Johnson's name at the time. But I still think he's a good coach we should go with. If we want to stick with this, you know, line of scrimmage and that kind of hard, stubborn football, then I think we should try and make a run for Mike Rabel. I know it's a long shot, but with the way the Titans are trending with the GM or the front office disagreements, I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Rabel left the titans and if they did hey how would y'all how would y'all how would y'all feel you know i I want ben johnson from the lions he's just always able to get his players even if they're like not the best players he gets the most out of them all the time the game plan tends to work even against some good defenses
1: some bad ones you know whatever Tell me how y'all feel. Keep pounding. I thought Deuce Staley was the Lions offensive
2: coordinator. No. Nope. I mean, look, were we too quick to jump the gun? And I'm legit asking because, you know, I I know especially after a loss, it'll get you feeling different. Like, were we too quick to mm-hmm. jump the gun and anoint Steve Wilkes as the head coach? See, I this like- is, yeah,
1: I wanted to give this call an applause, by the way.
2: I thought it was a good call. Yeah. yeah, it was it was great. a great call because it's a conversation that we need to have. I mean, what much of you know how much of our endorsement of him was just because we were winning as opposed to him being the man for the job. And to before you go, Greg, to add on to that, keep in mind that when we wanted Rivera out, you know, a lot of the things that we were kind of upset at was the played out zone defense that they always used to run. A lot of the older tendencies, the conservative play style now granted mm-hmm. Steve Wilkes hasn't gotten the chance to build his own coaching staff either, so it's not like he can really control too much of that, but I don't know maybe if 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 we're still under the idea that we need to upgrade the way we do things here in Carolina, maybe there is an argument to be made that Steve Wilkes shouldn't be the guy
4: well. We can go back and check, but I think I was the first guy to put my my name in the hat for Steve Wilkes. And I think everybody called me kind of crazy for doing it at first, and then more people started to climb that hill. I'm not going to take away from what I feel Steve Wilkes does for this team because of one game. Uh, I know that I know that this game right here is the only game I've seen Steve Wilkes play, even though we've lost and he's had a loss before. The only game I've seen him play where it felt like the team wasn't in the in the game didn't feel like they were there to win the game. So I've seen him in what five games now, and in four of them I've seen a different team than I've ever than I've seen in Carolina in three years. As far as wanting to win the game, wanting to play, being devoted to win. Today, it felt like they were out of it. Today, it felt like they thought maybe, maybe they looked past Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. Maybe they drank the Kool-Aid and heard everybody saying Carolina's going to win the division. And they just looked past Pittsburgh and thought about I-, I have no idea. But they were not in the game today, but I'm not going to blame that. I'm not. Well, I'm not going to say I'm not going to blame Steve Wilkes because he definitely has blame for it. But I'm not going to take away the fact that I think he should not be the coach because of that. Because he's done a lot more to show me he should be than just this one game of him showing me not. Okay.
2: Yep. And, uh, Tony, uh, a super chat from the stats with the $2. He says six wins each would be all lose next week. Carolina beats the bucks and New Orleans and Atlanta win.
1: Yeah. I was just looking at it. It is possible. All right. So if that were to happen, then do you be? know the, how they figure out the division winner? We would win because record? we'd have the best record, and uh, we would have beaten the buck. They we have the like a strength is scale. like they have all of these. Like it goes down this list of crazy um reasons, like an algorithm. After, because I think everybody would have a tiebreaker. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody would really have the true tiebreaker because well, everybody's d- division record the kinda. first thing.
4: So you'd look at division record and if there's a tied in division record, then it goes to the next thing between those two things. But division there's record strength, be the schedule
1: is one, which they would all be probably the same since you played kind of yeah. your own division. And then those own road games, it would be the thing. Do you know a lot of people have called for a long time being upset when a team like ours makes it to the playoffs and a better team misses the playoffs because they were in a better division. Right? So some people have been calling to get rid of the divisions entirely and just have best record in the NFC. Right. And so you wouldn't have, so you could have like, I mean, cause imagine if like, say somehow a 10 win team doesn't get in, but a six and 11 team does. You the know so problem- this might be the one thing that would destroy the divisions is for ev- the one division to finish with this same exact record.
4: The only problem with that is how do you make schedules then because think about it with the divisions you have two games against each opponent in the division that's six games out of your 17 a year or six yeah 17 do a whatever year. you whatever so you want then do, do you just schedule there, there's what 32 teams 16 teams on each division so i guess you could have you just everybody have a 16 play once, team
1: division yeah but you did have to play you have
4: to play everybody once and then play one team twice to make that work that would
1: be cool you know that like everybody actually in the NFL, you each other cool once. to be honest you've played it every would be pretty cool but who, who do you decide who you play once? twice like it would just rotate decide? every year yeah it would just rotate like they do like oh I mean, I like the divisions. All right. That's actually a good debate. My take topic, Cody. We got to write that one down is should the NFL do away with divisions? And would that, I wonder if it would under, I mean, it would be difficult to. The one thing about divisions is it creates rivalry (laughs) for fan bases like it manufactures a rivalry.
2: I'm not yeah, I'm definitely not in favor of getting rid of divisions. I I like the fact that you played the two games a year and those games more. Uh, I I I like that, but I don't I'd know. I'd like dude. to realign
1: I, them. Yeah. yeah. All right. let's uh yeah, like you so we'll thinking about that. We want to hear your thoughts on not only this game, but with this finish of 6 and 11 for every team in the NFC South, would it destroy divisions? That would be awesome. The Carolina Panthers get into the playoffs somehow, dev- destroy divisions, and make it to the Super Bowl. What a storyline that would be. The number is 252-228-5098.
9: What's up, C3? Hope you're having a good day. Uh, so This is Tyler. Uh, my thoughts on the game, uh, we knew it was going to be a hard-fought game. Um, two similar styles of football. Uh, our running game was not there. Our defense could not get off the field on third down. They did okay, but they just could not get off the field on third down on the downs that counted. And Keith Taylor, that guy's got to go. Complete garbage. I get it, like he's four string, but holy God, the, the, the they didn't even like try to help him. You know, like third and what was it? Third and long, and uh, man coverage with Keith Taylor got Trubisky just to uh, the guy that's uh, getting covered by Keith and first down um and then a third and eight call with Sam you know at the uh, Panthers at the goal line a QB draw what the hell is that
10: seriously
9: seriously same like, it's either Ben McAdoo is just stupid and stubborn and just dog shit or they truly do not believe in Sam Darnold at all and he was throwing down in the field okay but when it comes to like decision-making, he takes forever. Sam takes forever to make a decision when it comes to like quick passing. Like the, the, there was another, uh, the, their next possession when they were at the goal line, he takes a sack, just couldn't get out. You know, I get like, you know, you're trying to see who's open, but the guy just holds on to the ball forever, man. Uh, it, it was, it was a horrible game. Uh, and our fans, it didn't seem like they really showed up. I guess the see the fans uh, travel well, but geez, um you know but uh, it is what it is but uh i uh, hope you guys have a good one keep pounding keep Gotta get pounding. Of <laughs> in God, fucking awful
1: that was a fantastic call hit on a lot of things i like to don't uh, um it's not it's that the whole point of this is not for us to agree on everything the whole point for us right now in this post-game show is to the therapy moment therapy get a therapy moment i think uh there's a lot of i find a lot of things that I like about what he said about Sam for me with Sam. It's just, this is that we've known that it feels like it's his mental, it's a mental block that has been his biggest enemy. Like he himself has been the biggest adversary for him. And, uh, you know, from the seeing ghost to this, like he's just, we're just trying to see if, he's about to mentally break through and every moment you think you got an opportunity for this guy to kind of finally pierce through that fog or that shroud of insecurity, he takes a sack, (laughs) you know, it's like, is that he almost like today, if you think about it, he hits some big passes downfield. He throws uh, that crazy touchdown to DJ. All of a sudden, you got this moment where he can really step into himself at home, make a difference, and he throws a couple of stupid, not stupid, but those uh, swing passes are just off a hair, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, oh, we threw that wide receiver screen, but it's three feet in front of the ball, guys. So it's just hard for anything to happen out of it. And then you get down to the goal line and the sack happens it was just like man if you can just seize one of those fucking moments you can see sam piercing to success
2: i mean sam was 11 of 14 on third down today yeah. like all the all those things that you've just mentioned about sam about wanting him to do about not beating himself he did he, almost didn't there. Get crazy. Was almost he didn't there. get crazy and throw a, a bunch of interceptions. He never let the pressure get to him. Whenever he got sacked, it was because one of our offensive linemen, gases, kissed someone in front of them. It wasn't like he was drifting into pressure unnecessarily. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it, Sam Darnold, Every time I say at the end of the day now, I'm never going to not send Coach uh, Charlie Cox's Matt Matt Rule impression. Dennis Cox, yeah. uh, Yeah, uh, Dennis Cox. But it's, um, I I mean, look, Sam, Sam played well today, and all he has done is get better. I I just don't see how anyone could want anything more from Sam Darnold, especially when none of us were even believing in him to be the long-term answer. I, I, I honestly, and a lot of those things that you said, Tony, those swing passes, those were bullshit play calls anyway, which goes okay. back to Alex's call just now. The call-in today was absolutely terrible. Before we go forward, I wanted to read some uh, uh, super chats real quick. $2 love bomb from uh, 910 Panther fans has exactly shaped the divisions up, so he's on that side of the argument. Nirvash with the $10 Says Wilkes has not earned the job yet. This Steelers loss probably left a bad taste in Tepper's mouth. In my own opinion, Wilkes needs to go two and one with the playoff win. What do you think is a minimum he needs for his? Job? Uh, and then Green Poplin says, "I screamed so loud on that last drive, my voice will be off tomorrow. We got a false start <clears throat> Thank you for that third down." comments. Uh, That
1: was a that felt like a Matt Rule defense at today when you gave up the third and 14. You know, is uh, here, and I know you guys want to shit on Keith Taylor, but you brought the pressure on that play and he didn't get home. You know, there's a reason you're in man defense because you were trying to blitz.
2: Yeah. It just and just so right. I mean,
1: and we didn't yeah. get home. That's enough. Like another thing is this is so I know that the tail like that play really did matter. And you know, we're we're gonna call him out, but the defense didn't disrupt enough today because they couldn't, because they got run up the gut.
2: Yeah, and the uh, poor by the way, poor tack. Well, i I've, I've, I've always said this whenever me and Greg are arguing about is it the players or is it the coaches? And I have always said that when your football team is tackling inconsistently, that's on coaches because it means during the week, your coaches are not making an emphasis on the fundamental, which is wrapping up, making sure that you're in the right place at the right time and tackling consistently. When you have not just one player, but multiple players refusing to wrap up in key moments like that, to me, that says coaches are not implementing the things they need to implement.
4: And I will argue that with the same counterpoint because we don't hear what the coaches are saying in practice. So I'm going to say it's because the players don't focus on wrapping up, making the tackle, and doing the right thing. Because we don't know and what the coaches are guys saying. Don't we don't even know, know what, they what these practices on that. are like. We
2: they don't the even tackle
1: do in the practices, dude. This but is you like have great. to have in the in practices, it. though. In the, in the NFL season, that. they it's are running more – I don't, I can't believe they're out there like playing seven on sevens and that's how they're trying to get back. I I probably think they're going through scenarios. They're doing things like that. I think in many ways, poor tackling is a player culture problem is that, uh, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that in this team that there's a cultural problem, but like maybe that seems like a leadership thing to me. Like when you have some defensive players on your squad, who are elite and don't and who are elite because they play football the right way. Like every little detail, the players, I feel like hold each other accountable more and not by lecturing people, but by creating an expectation, like you, you don't miss tackles. You, you know, like, is that like you, like I think of if you played on that Ravens defense with a homeboy, what was it? Uh, Ray Lewis and yeah. you missed the tackle, you think you excited to run back into the defensive huddle?
2: No. But if that's a culture <laughs> thing, how are we going to give Steve Wilkes all the credit for the good things that he does? And then give you vote the to them when... When, when the, but okay, but the first it's word. The first it's the same
1: argument. First I don't and, think okay, you but, can but, generate that but, in a week though. Or yeah, No, but okay, I this think is what, that's what I'm saying
2: a, though. When you have a bunch of players that are consistently doing the same thing wrong, they are not being taught consistently do those things either that or they're not emphasizing them in practice like you mentioned the Ravens how many times do you think inconsistent tackling would have been a problem on those Super Bowl Ravens teams those coaches and those captains they're not letting that shit fly well I think you can talk about the
1: Panthers team though and the Panthers team defense which still Steve Wilkes was a part of I don't Mm -hmm. think he's like generating a poor culture. We've heard that the Panthers' defense is very young, too. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is this, is those epic defenses that we have had in the past as our own team and the ones that we can look around the league, they always had these players on them who were linchpin coaches on the field. And I just don't think that, I think elite teams, like when you have that eliteness to you, I just think, I mean, we just don't have it yet. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that we don't have good players, but we need, I, I'll, maybe I'm saying thank you to those moments that we had Thomas Davis, that we had Luke keekley that we had a Greg Goltz and like these players who just their mere presence elevates mm-hmm. the expectation. And I think that's just something you can't do overnight. Right. So it's not like, I mean, I'm not saying it's Steve Wilkes fault either that we don't have that is that we don't have that elite component yet
4: and i want to say first of all one week is not showing co- inconsistency right. one week is not when you have 4 Has or 5 weeks before that list, one when you have problem? 4 or 5 weeks before that they're doing it differently that's showing consistency one week off that is not showing consistency secondly if you I, i've had plenty of days i've gone to work and i just have not felt like doing my job and i didn't perform the way at 100% that day sometimes people feel that way maybe that's the way carolina was today When but you every, also rate, every player on you, you you also that raised sucks. the argument that you can't give Steve Wilkes the credit when we do well and then not give him the blame when he does bad. Well, I can say the same thing for players. We can't say Sam Darnold played fantastic today and the coaching was terrible. You know what I mean? We cannot do – your argument is great, but it works both ways. You know, you can't give all the coaching, all the credit whenever well, we do well, but I you also can't blame everything. It's just – I'm not is saying not, that the players tackling are is what done. the no, I mean does. It, it, if, if they're the not
2: tackling, way. they're not doing their job. I'm just saying if I'm the head coach and I have a team of guys oh. that are not doing this one very important thing consistently, I'm like, oh, okay, it's time but, to you know button down the hatches. All right, can we start so with on one you then. specific thing? we have to. Let me ask you them. then, Cody,
4: in, in the middle of this game, okay, so I, let, let's imagine that Steve Wilkes is coaching, preaching, co- tackling, like he has been for the last few weeks and we've shown me doing done for the last few weeks, okay? And we get in this game in the first quarter and we do like we did. What at that point can Steve Wilkes do to change the game? Like seriously, what can he do? The only thing he can do is, is say words. Oh, I, the players, after that first the defensive drive, to change the game,
2: dude. After that first defensive drive, even though it's the first one, uh, when they get the ball on offense for the first time, after they scored that touchdown, I'm calling a defensive huddle and saying that is not going to win us this game today. But that doesn't and mean that things gonna are going to change. The reason why we're why, why we're sucking. You have to wrap up and tackle better. And but that doesn't mean it, 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 things it, it are going to change because the
4: coach says to do it. Just because the coach tells you to do it doesn't mean it's going to happen. The players have to be the ones to execute and do it. Hey boys, do you, you want to get uh, more depressed? Yeah. I don't
10: know. Have a the are, are, oh no! Yeah. The Bucks up. are
3: Bucks 10-7. Yeah. or ten zero. I mean,
2: hey, uh, we also got another uh, another another super chat from uh, Robert Arm Arm Brewster. Appreciate you, Robert. He says uh have to get Leviska involved. Leviska in motion is the key to winning. We didn't get him the ball once. Or when we tried to, that's we that's when to, yeah. I, that's when either he ran the wrong route. Sam threw the wrong yeah, pass. One play. Due due to how wide the throw was, I think Laviska ran the wrong route. Right. But you know It
1: doesn't uh, oh that we really just didn't have enough offensive plays. That's the problem is because they control, they eliminate an entire quarter of football guys. They eliminate, they took, we didn't play. Everybody else in the league played four quarters. We played three today. You know, I mean, like they, they occupied the ball for an entire quarter and that is, so that just reduces like even what you could do on offense. We just didn't see it enough. I want to go back though, to the previous super chat and what we've been yelling about in the coaching, this and that, and the, all of this, really, there is a fundamental component to the conversation that he was bringing up, and that is, what does Wilkes have to do to be the to, the coach? Right? Is like is, and it and it seems like that at some points you wanted to say in the two last week, a lot of people on this panel would be willing to say he, that he's arguably done enough. This week was probably a game that David Tepper wanted to win.
3: Oh, he was, without a doubt. I mean, he he doesn't want to to lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Yeah, and then seeing all those was
2: out there. He was going to win like we thought we were going to win.
1: Yeah. Right. So what does Steve Wilkes got to do?
3: Listen, uh, I I, I don't know. It It was a lot more clear cut after those two wins, right? Now that after this loss against the team that we were favored against, like it's. It'd be different if this wasn't a a win that we were expected to have. You know what I mean? But this was an expected win. um, And to have that end up that way, most of the wins or losses that Steve Wilkes took uh, was expected outside of that Atlanta game. And you can't really put that a lot of blame on him. That Cincinnati game, we were expected to lose that. That Ravens game, we were expected to lose that. This Pittsburgh game, after they just benched their starting quarterback, um, we were not expected to win this. Yeah. Yeah. I or mean, we were it's kind of wild.
1: It's kind of wild how that question just completely transforms from one week to the next week.
2: Yeah. And that yeah, this yeah. game
1: right here, because imagine if you win this game. Oh. And you're sitting there going, like, well, he's done. I tell you one thing is that there would have been something he could have done to really help secure his job as head coach. And that is to walk away today with a win.
2: Oh yeah, you know, it's like
1: uh but he didn't.
2: Right. And
1: now there is a real question of like, are you were we getting out ahead of our skis and saying that Steve Wilts should be the guy? Now, the other thing on top of that though is he's in a very difficult situation coaching with uh kind of a patchwork piece with meal put together thing in a team that's not great. So, like what well, he's not gonna bring back Ben McAdoo next year. Right. Not gonna, you know, what I mean, like there's his his staff would look entirely different, except for the question we're probably going to start looking towards is he can bring Al Holcomb, who is his guy and this defense. Have they been as good as you want them to be last week? They were this week. Not so much. Hey, I yeah, wanted if to the season ended last good. week. I think it
3: would be easy for us to say Steve Wilkes is the job or has right. the job. Yeah. But uh, this week, because we did go a Dexter game and we have more games to play the fact that this game went the way that it did and the fact that the loss was so heavily on the on the defense more so than the offense that part i think is what's a big dagger in his or a big yeah. uh, a big strike against that resume
4: but is is yeah. that fair? Is that fair to say that last week if the season ended he has a job, but this week because he lost this week he's not? Does that mean next
3: week if he wins that well, he has it back again? You know like, I mean, that's not he's fair. Right. To say no, that, no, you know? Greg, that's not what I'm saying. If you listen to what I said, I was saying that he has him losing this game in the fashion that he did was embarrassing. Now, well, luckily it wasn't a blowout, but it right. was ex- we were expected to win this, and we were expected to be somewhat dominant in that win. At least Panthers fans and most most of the people that I've heard on the on different, uh, different podcasts and different shows, right? We were expected mm-hmm. to win this. We were not expected to win the other ones that we lost with Steve Wilkes at the helm. Again, outside of that Atlanta game. So the fact that this went the way that it did, and it was with the thing that he considers his strength being the problem, then I would say that's the that's the big strike against his resume. It's not saying that he won the job or lost the okay. job. I'm saying okay. that he is he's taken a, a pretty big hit because of this loss today. Hey
2: sense. Tony, okay. um. Tony, I think you're your bastard son. I think he actually has the rivet. So much so I even saved his comments. He said, we had one win outside the NFC South against the Seahawks team that's on the downhill right now. Just because you're better than rule doesn't mean you're the best coach for the job. Let him finish out the season. He's earned the conversation, not the job. Kev, that's okay. a hell of a comment, brother. Okay.
1: That is a hell of a comment, yeah.
2: I think that's it. That's right.
1: That's right. I mean, and, and like he could have, I mean, if he won out this, if he would have won today, we would have said he's closer to earning the job, though. Now we're having the, he's in the conversation. Oh, yeah. And maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And it, it maybe this in some ways is somewhat helpful to objectify the question more about who's going to be the coach next year instead of potentially getting overly wrapped up in emotional success in a season after, you know, like, is that maybe you get too high on the Wilkes train because you're on that euphoria of mattering. And today sobers up the conversation. It's a bucket of cold water on us to now – Say so we got to think about our coach going forward, man. Uh, Boy, you know what that means—that this game was so bad that we are having like a, a existential moment right now as an organization.
2: Is it's the um, truth though? Because if we continue to have the same performances, especially on defense, and going for last three games of the season, if we end with a bad taste in our mouth, most of the fan base, even if you agree with Drew and thinks that you know he had a, a one of the most ridiculous tasks to turn this team around to begin with. If you go into this uh, uh, at the end of the season with uh, about three losses in a row, that's not going to put a good taste on the on the mouth of fans. So. Right. I don't, I, I or just like the reality out.
1: of the equation. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. It's just, there's more information, more data being injected into the algorithm of the question. You know, is like, uh, like CK said, if the season ended last week, then we would have this data set basically to work off of. And we would be like, mm-hmm. hey, this mm-hmm. is the most logical thing. And it does tell you this, is that I know at the end of the day that people... And this goes to greg's comment like there's like there's like all arguments work against themselves in so many ways in fact if you take philosophy like that's usually how you destroy a philosopher's greatest moment is you just use their own philosophy against them Mm -hmm. and this is the case here is like when you say it's all about wins and losses right that's what teams will tell you it's all about wins and losses you don't remember what uh that loss was like uh, three months ago or that win was like it's just a w and l on the piece of paper that's not always true. It's how you lose. It's how you win sometimes that does have factors. And it might not be in that essential that season, but if you lose three close games and you're having the conversation about your job ex- next year and you lose three blowouts, that's a different conversation. It's true. You know, I mean, it, it does matter. And so, like, when you win and when you lose, Matters and the fact that Steve Wilkes was potentially leading this team on this back end run would have mattered. And today was a I was gonna say it Ron Rivera missed <laughs> opportunity, <laughs> missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Missed opportunity. Yeah. opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> True, uh, two, see why they say it. Yeah, no, I get it. At the end of the day, I get it.
2: Yeah, at the end, end of the day, night, fellas, what's,
11: what's going on? Um, it's Alex, your boy from the west coast, Panthers, fan. Uh, A-, A-, A one for Panthers. Um, tough game today. Real tough. Um, like I talked about in the podcast um, on Friday, you got when,
6: when you're down 21 seven,
11: that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to really see if we can move the ball down the field, score on offense. And as you could see, when it comes to stopping the run, that's what teams are going to focus on against us and they're going to bait Sam Darnold to throw the football. And guess what? Didn't really show up today. Tough, tough day in the red zone. Um still gonna keep pounding, fellas. All right. Thank you guys.
2: Keep
1: pounding. Man. All right, let's let's keep going.
0: There's really nothing else to say today, Panther fans.
12: The offensive line got fucking dominated and the defensive line got fucking dominated.
0: We just got we just got so butt fucked up front today, it wasn't even funny. I'm disgusted. I'm sick. I'm just, I don't know what, to, I don't even know what to say. But hey, Sam Darnold looked all right, I guess. But yeah, we just got butt fucked in front. You know what That's I'm saying? Row,
1: ra, ra.
3: Perfect, perfect perfect. <laughs> perfect,
1: perfect. Oh man, he's perfect. perfect. <laughs> he, he, oh, he's been
2: listening to the show a long time. If he hit, that. Dude. Uh, dude, saying butt and fucked one after the, the next always makes me laugh so much. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, we're going with butt fucking. Like, what? In front all right, that's good Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right. That's uh, the same.
1: next uh, guy. <laughs> So,
7: C3, it's jd A64. Uh This is my second time calling in. I understand if you guys don't play it. Um, I always but to I also stop wanted to add... I also wanted to add to what I was saying on uh, my previous call. Moving forward, I would like to see... I think uh, we're going to see, and I would also like to see, a more balanced attack from the offense. Because today, the run game was stymied. Um, I was just looking at the stats, and... Like it, it, it was bad. I think Foreman had ten carries for ten yards. So you, you're not gonna win games like that. And we've seen uh, previous games where our run game carried the offense. So I think moving forward, especially with what Donald did today, he was Darnold was was pretty, uh, he was pretty on point. Remy, do you really have to do all that? <laughs> yeah, you making kind of uh, call, I, Like my my kids, they choose the the best time to start making noise for absolutely no reason. But um, I, I like it. I like what I saw out of Darnold. Um, offensive line chose a bad time to have a bad game. Um, yeah, good, But yeah, good. I think going forward, we can we we can still make some noise. Uh, get more of a balanced attack out of the offense. Uh, Darnold actually looked uh competent and shit. I uh, threw for over 200 yards. Some of those yards came in garbage time. But yeah, uh, moving forward, I think I think if you get more of a balanced attack from the O, the Panthers are still in position to make some noise. Like I said, disappointing loss, but it is what it is. Win some, you lose some. Uh, hopefully, the guys learn from it, get back after it, uh, stay hungry
1: thanks for the call jd you know what one of these is you can just tell the temperature and the tone of people's like outlook in life so at the end of the day he's got like all these he's got some good things to say some bad things to say but then when you have a loss he's like it's a loss at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you got to move on and then we're probably going to get a call in two seconds who has the same kind of points which is to make the same points about the line the lose this and this at the end of the day go we got to blow up the whole world you know, like they just come to up. two completely in conclusions about what the meaning of the same event is. Uh let's keep going with the calls.
0: Tony Cody CK and the bat daddy beat off boy toy. This team and <laughs> oh <my God>.
13: the
12: <laughs> question if we should keep Steve Wilkes as permanent head coach of an answer. That was crazy. This
0: team was out mm-hmm. physical today. Out coach today. I'm just out played today. Panthers are just not that good. Need new coaches, new roster. And I tell you what, I think you start with the linebackers. When a team is running on, which the Steelers were stopping the run, they ball. put eight nine guys in the box, stopping the run because they have good linebackers. Panthers can't stop the run because they don't have good linebackers. Need to get new linebackers.
1: So, gentlemen, what are your thoughts? Bye bye. That was a great call. That's what that what It was. Did he call yeah. me
4: the bat? The bat daddy? The beat off boy toy?
1: it's like the greatest compliment you've ever had yeah dude people really
2: love us man people giving us nicknames and shit dude that's
1: awesome uh, he's right about the what i've been saying this every time i'll see somebody out i like because i I got one watering hole i go to there's like three or four people now that listen to our show and they come up to me and they'll talk and they're you know. They're, are they, are you excited? That's the first thing everybody, you know, are you excited about this team? And I go, we're just not good. You know, like it's hard to get except we, we're we just not a good team. Overall, we've got some good players, but we're not a good team. And there's just a lot of weaknesses around the board. And he's right about the linebackers, man. Like you can't, we got Shaq who is a, a quintessential, like he's just whelming. He's not overwhelming. He's not underwhelming. He's just whelming. And then you don't even know the other dude's names. Littleton, right? Who are they? Actually, I haven't heard hey. our linebacker names. It says, uh, Luvu. I guess you would say uh, Luvu,
2: L- Luvu, right? Littleton, just Brandon Smith. L- Littleton, Thompson, and Luvu. And uh, every once in a while, Brandon Smith. Hey, okay. dude, look so, at this. I didn't Look at this. I didn't see this. Nirvash said... Luke Kelsey called out the linebackers on the home broadcast of the game. Mm. The I'm I'm a, a fur. This this coaching staff needs Luke Kelsey. It does. I'm telling you. I, I know, you know that you have to be born to be a coach or whatever. But the way that de- that Luke knows the intangibles on where to be and how to play and, and what to do when, man, I really just think that our 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 coaching needs his expertise man
1: do you know that wilkes might give us though if you hire wilkes that might be the best way to get luke keekley in on the staff oh no doubt and here's another thing is that you guys uh, one of the callers brought up offensive coordinator for the lions which is ben johnson but here's the thing is deuce staley is assistant head coach so he's listed as like the highest other than anybody when it comes to but it's it's assistant head coach and running backs coach Staley staley's the number one coach on the offensive staff and then it goes offensive coordinator ben johnson offensive but if you look at the lions staff could you imagine a world where the panthers staff looks similar to this in some ways in the future if wilkes was the coach because look they've got mark brunel as a quarterback's coach Former yeah. player, what Dan Campbell? Former player, right? I watched. Uh, then he's got R. Deuce Daly in there. Mark uh Mark brunel Antoine Randall L is a wide receiver coach for them. He was a player. All of these dudes were players in the league. It's a lot of players, and maybe you get in. I wonder if that's going to be trendy now. Saturday, head coach Dan Campbell. But Tony, now- you
2: didn't want Ken Dorsey because you're like, oh well. He has Josh Allen. He was a so bad how, player, but, though. But how is this not a one-year wonder? Like, all it takes is one good year, and then people are like, oh, yeah, the Lions offense is really good, so I want that guy. Why? Like, No, I'm not we, saying that they're great. I'm just saying if like you a, look
1: at the comp – I'm not saying that I want to be the Lions or that they're even that great. I'm just saying the composition of their coaching staff has a lot of former players Right more right, so right. than you would have seen in – past years like now or maybe i'm just to the point where i know these players where i'm old enough where i watched and had and i had antoine and it, randall right. l on my coaching staff i mean on my fantasy team
4: i was just say yeah we drafted right. them in fantasy yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. so i mean that might I be part of that's what it is it i would- had Duce Staley on my fantasy team in the past so i just i'm just sitting here going now thinking about the iteration of a uh, luke keekly maybe one day who would be Maybe you have a Greg Olson one day. I mean, now I know he's in broadcasting or somebody. I don't know. Just I want to know.
2: No, I hear what you're saying. And it would be cool to have some pants to come back in and and coach for us. That would be cool. But I mean, I, I don't know. We're, we're, if we're going to do this thing where it's like, ah, okay, not Steve Wilkes, which, by the way, I'm not out on Steve Wilkes. Like, hey, I'm not look, saying hey, that yeah, I no. am. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think he's a reasonably good
1: choice right yeah. now.
2: And and like I said, I think that if, if he continues to put up decent performances, I think he has to be in the conversation, like Kev was saying. Um, but at the same time, like, if we're going to go out and get a coordinator, like, I want to know why we're signing him. What kind of offense does he intend to implement that would make this team better or different than it was? You know, and I'm not – I don't just want to jump on the next – the next trend you know of oh, yeah it's the lions oc Just... or the philadelphia eagles or, or ken see. dorsey
4: so can can i He's ask you then the what com- kind of
2: they're all part yeah. of the conversation yeah. okay. can,
4: of can i ask you then cody what kind of an offense would you want a new head coach to come in and build like what's your vision oh you want to have a this may be a tuesday question something first thing about for tuesday yeah, but like if, if you have a head coach come in what kind of offense do you want them to put forth for Carolina and that that we have the ability to do with the players that we have? That's a good Tuesday. To be course.
2: honest, I think that we can do a little bit like what Shanahan runs. I don't mind being a run-first football team, but one of the reasons why they wanted to upgrade away from Jimmy Garoppolo is to consistently hit those deep passes that their offense inevitably schemes open because they run the ball well and so smart. I think that would be fantastic. Um, I'm also not opposed to a West Coast-style offense if we do have the right personnel to be able to do so. Either way, it means that you have to continue and bolster this offensive line so that you can run whatever kind of offense you need to, to, to pass the ball effectively, to run the ball effectively. I I really think it all starts with the trenches, and that's what we need to do: continuing to invest on this offensive line. And Kevin won me over, your illegitimate son Tony, because he had the recommendation earlier in the year: trade Taylor Moten, put Cade Mays at left guard, put Brady Christensen at right tackle, and get some kind of trade value for Taylor Moten.
1: You ain't getting none now. Yeah, yeah, man.
2: I think Taylor Moulton is the weak link on our offensive line this year, and I've been since Well, that. you
1: know what I mean? He's getting later in his career, you know? like He's not that old. Like, not that old, but he's not young either. I mean, he's yeah, been around I mean, here since yeah, 2017, right? Not, not, yeah, 2018, so, yeah. somewhere in there. And I think um,
2: that we're wasting Christensen's tackle abilities.
1: No, nah, that's all interesting. I would be thinking... I'd be very curious to see if uh, Wilkes came back if Al Holcomb came back. and when you talked about the offense that you wanted us to build, uh Greg, there's only one single answer. and that is one where Cam Newton is the quarterback <laughs> and we have two tight ends that are running out. I mean, yeah. I'm ready. I think what we should do is bring rod Shaczynski in as head coach next year and Cam Newton back as a quarterback and just relive the old days. That's what I want. That's the offense I want. The one from 2015 or, or the Chud offense was fun, even though we didn't win a lot of games in that. It was a fun offense with the two Jeremy Shockey, yeah. Greg Olson, beating mm-hmm. ass with Cam Newton. Mm. That's the offense I want. I miss Cam. Mm-hmm. Next call. too. Hey,
14: Panthers uh fans i just want to say obviously that was a pretty terrible game but uh hang in there uh just a few quick notes i want to go through um yes obviously they did look awful i'm not going to point out the obvious i think that you all you four of you kind of just covered everything but ultimately i think what happened here was that the panthers started to plan to play against the steelers and then the steelers planned they kind of predetermined, they knew what we were going to plan for effectively and then just countered it. And what we should have gone into this game doing is instead of, we should have known that, okay, they know we're going to be running the ball a whole bunch. Well, mm-hmm. let's go into the game and flip this a little bit and, and you know, come out with, with uh, you know, going tackling it in the air. But ultimately, you know, just terrible all around. And they did have some really good passes over to, like, DJ Morris picked up some good yards. <laughs> that's how we should have come out the gate instead of trying to cram it down their throats in the run game. We should have, I don't know, they they just did a better job planning against us with this whole thing. Anyway. um, Hopefully the bucks lose today. We'll see. All right. Keep pounding.
2: Keep pounding.
1: Keep going. Keep playing. Trying to talk trying to This a
7: All I got to say is give Steve with the job. He earned
12: it after eight games. Give Steve with the job. It's Steve with job. It's his job. Give him the job. I told everybody
7: on the Friday free for all that you have to let the rest of the games play out.
12: Everybody talking about he earned the job. Drone.
7: Give he was the job, he earned the job, give him the job.
1: That's all I got to say. I, I, he's saying, I think he's being a little sarcastic. <laughs> he's definitely being sarcastic. Uh, let's go to the next call. All right,
0: what's up, you guys? It's your boy, up. All right, so I'm
1: getting well, ready to good. leave the game. But, man, I
0: have never in my days been more fucking frustrated. And it's crazy. Uh, I'm frustrated about the game, but at the same time, I'm also I don't usually complain, but man, I got to bitch about these fans. I have never been more fucking embarrassed <laughs> about being a fan of this fucking team. All right? Not so much for the performance. Yeah, we're not the greatest team we're going to get but as far as the fan turnout and everything. If anybody went to the game, man, it was absolutely fucking pathetic. The amount of fans you would think were at a fucking game over at the, the old school Hines Field in Pittsburgh. You got all these fucking fans who want to sit here and worry about making a buck, as opposed to not even coming to the game. You got locals not even coming to the game, whatever. And the crazy thing is, you can't even say it's because it sucks because you look at just how – the Steelers got the fucking damn near the same fucking record. They got Mitch Trubisky at this point starting at quarterback, which ain't shit, you know what I mean? And the fact that you damn near – you about sold out a fucking uh, opposing team, all right? I have never been more fucking frustrated, you know. Uh, I'm frustrated about the performance and everything. Lord have fucking mercy, especially, especially Keith fucking Taylor, all right? At what point in time do you realize he is getting burned damn near every fucking pass? They had him covering Deontay Johnson majority the game, and I felt like every time I looked up on a pass, it's a fucking throw to Deontay Johnson. What the fuck? At what point do you make the swap? Is it's is it CJ Henderson, it CJ Henderson, even JC, whatever, you know, It's and they they made the swap into the fourth quarter, and look at what happens. You take them off, even though it started working towards, to, and everything. For what for what reason, I have no idea. But, man, I already know there's going to be a bunch of phony-ass Fairweather fans that jump on here and about to start talking that shit and say, I told you so. In particular, y'all know who or whatever got My name's throughout his name, but y'all know who. I'm not <laughs> one sitting in that level. Whatever guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> I I just want to jump here and say, man, our fucking fans are absolutely fucking atrocious. You got teams that suck, man. Win, lose, sleep, shine. 15 years plus, where like that, that's still selling out games. And y'all motherfuckers can't even show the fuck up, man. You know, this is our last game that we're going through this year. Like, we drive five fucking hours, man. Five fucking hours. <laughs> it is shit. Yeah, for that. You know, it is what it is, man. Keep pounding. I'm still going to be a fucking fan. My wife's still going to be a fan and everything. But <laughs> I'd have to get this shit off my chest, man.
2: Y'all well, know you, what know, it
0: is. I feel you.
2: Appreciate you, brother. Great call. Therapy session. Yeah. Um. Hey, hold on. Look, I just want to take my victory lap for a sec. If Tony can derail the show from time to time and just take it in random directions, I can oh, do it too. On a formal apology. Everybody, Greg, 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 Greg needs to apologize <laughs> to me. Tony needs to apologize will, to me. Hey, you know, you were doing it there, but oh, I demand mine in public, baby. Dude, it, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is right now. Statistically what he's doing. Dude, he's playing the best quarterback game in the NFL right now, man. This dude is balling the fuck out. And people call me crazy when I'm like, yo, I'm trading two drafts for Trevor Lawrence. And I'm like, man, dude, I would still do it, bro. T Law is the I want to hear Kevin say dumb shit like Rattler over Lawrence, bro. No one nobody's smoking meth, bro. We ain't doing that shit. But, yeah, the floor is yours. Greg and Tony need to talk about this. I'll give you the
4: apology, man. I still would not trade what you wanted to trade for him. However, I was wrong about this guy, it looks like. I watched this game next to the Panthers game today, and this game was way more interesting to watch. Trevor (laughs) Lawrence had some amazing passes in this game and brought them back from being down when they pretty much were out of it and and came back and won this game. So I got to give you credit, uh, Cody. I'll give Trevor Lawrence credit. He proved me wrong. He's doing really well so far. And for watching that game today, man, he plays like this. He is going to be the top of the league. Like he, dude, he I know, my, I
2: know my quarterbacks. I told Tony about Justin Herbert. I told Greg about Trevor Lawrence. And I'm telling all of y'all about Matt Corral, man. That's my next one that I can't prove myself right right now. But, dude, give it time. Matt Corral is going to be the future.
1: I hope you're right. All right. Uh, next call.
11: We can't even beat the Steelers with fucking Mitch Trubisky as quarterback. Uh,
9: We still can't stop the run against
11: a reputable team that has a halfway decent running back. And yet we want to go to the playoffs. And trust me, I want us to go to the playoffs, but not after a performance like that. That's, I'm sorry. Their run defense was great, but their pass defense was terrible. We should have been passing the ball more than we were. Okay, this is... This is insane. So, and for anybody that wants to talk about how many Steelers fans were inside the stadium, let's remember, this franchise has been around for how much longer than us?
1: Man, yeah. Everybody's moving down south to
11: get away from the cold. Okay? Because the cold sucks. They don't travel down here to go to the game. They live down here. Right. Okay? Same thing with Packers every stadium throughout the the country. Mm -hmm. They're everywhere just because they've been around forever. Mm -hmm. But, Shout out to my boy D Baby for trying to buy my tickets so that way I can't go to the game next week. But don't (laughs) worry, I'm going. Keep on the guest.
1: I thought it was Drew. I think he said
3: Drew Baby.
2: Yeah, he said, yeah, he's calling him D Baby because Drew, like (laughs) Drew, Drew doesn't believe that the Panthers lost today. Drew just believes that Nick was in the stadium. So therefore, that's (laughs) why we lost.
1: He, uh, in fact, I'm a little surprised that, uh, drew hasn't uh called in to talk about that yet because he, he could not stop man. talking about it earlier and then the other thing about it is cody put out a, something about did don't let Drew bully you <laughs> go to game next week or something. <laughs> or if he did, that would be hilarious. Or leave. It was leaving early, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, because he
2: said that he went to the Bojangles and I forgot there was the Bojangles in the stadium. So I thought that he'd left to go get bo I'm like, dude, did he actually make you get out the fucker? <laughs> <laughs> oh uh,
1: God. yeah, let's go to the next call. What's up,
2: Seeker?
12: Anthony from Charlotte. Um, man, I'm very, very disappointed right now. Um, I, I have a lot to say, mm-hmm. so I'm going to break it down. My first thing I want to say is fuck the Panthers, man, okay? They do this to me every year. At some point in the season when it's the lowest of lows, we win a couple games, and then everyone's like, oh, my God, this team is legit. This team has heart, blah, blah, blah. Then what do they do? They lose to a Mitchell Trubisky-led offense. They run all over us when Najee Harris has literally been one of the worst statistical running backs season. It is so frustrating, man. I don't know where the defense was. All those people that are calling Brian Bird an elite edge rusher. Yeah, this is the prime reason why he's not an elite edge rusher. Because every other game, he decides to disappear. I saw him getting thrown around by tight ends. I saw him not being able to uh, get off single blocks. I mean, it's just it, – it's ridiculous, man. The defense was nowhere to show up. We only have one good cornerback in J.C. Horn. And for some reason, they just – they decided to put him on George Pickens in the second half, which left Young. Johnson. One I don't want to uh, give the people to that, that it. say Will Smith, no – but in OK, season, He's gotten a couple picks here and there, but his man coverage hasn't been good. Second thing I want to say, for the people that say we don't need a quarterback, y'all are just delusional. How many years is it going to take for us to get a quarterback in some shape or way or form, a quarterback that can do some things without a run game? I told y'all, if there's no run game, Sam Darnold, eight slash PJ Walker will look as the same as Baker Mayfield did with no run game or worse.
2: It looks it, way it's
12: better. It's embarrassing, than man. I mean, it's just embarrassing. I I, I don't know if like, the last part. we're gonna be in the same situation where we win five games, miss the playoffs, and not get a top pick. We're in purgatory. It feels like it's never gonna end. It is crazy to me. I seriously don't know what to think about this team. I mean, it it's just ridiculous. Another season down the drain, man. And this is Anthony from Charlotte. And, yeah, boys, you're, C3, you're the only thing that keeps pounding because I, I kid you not. It's literally the only thing that keeps pounding. At least you guys don't ruin the Panthers' hopes and you guys show up every Sunday. So, yeah, love y'all boys. Keep doing what you're doing. And last thing I do want to say, we need to – no more losses on the season. You have, We have to win the last three games if we want to make the playoffs or have any shot because if we miss the playoffs and, and – Don't get a top pick. It's going
1: to be terrible. Anthony from Charlotte. As uh, the Buccaneers just go up, what, 17 to nothing on the Bengals.
2: Wow, dude.
1: Yeah. uh, Look, uh, I like the, look, is Anthony's call. I'm glad that people haven't uh, the energy, that reaction still. The fact that he had that energy of being upset really means that we still care about the team. You know, like, is that – and there was an opportunity earlier in this. This would have been that season where you are the number two draft pick. That would have been a long – this would have been a long year. The Panthers have generated some excitement, strangely, for us this year. So, they got to win out now. They got to win out now or else we are kind of sitting in this, like, ugh, it wasn't a bad season. It wasn't a great season. It was, you know, you, like, start – and we just – Bobbing in the ocean like we've been for the last five years without direction or without a paddle. But I don't even know if a top 10 pick. I think we just got to make a good pick. We just got to have a good draft. That's what we need going forward. We need a draft of the caliber of that Kamara draft for the Saints or whatever, whatever that draft. They got like Lattimore and they got like six starters. We need a draft like that where we hit on everybody we hit on the free agency and we give the new head coach a real shot to build something, you know? So whoever that first pick is, whether it's a quarterback, whether it's um receiver or something like that, they got to hit like big time. They got to slap, you know?
2: Yeah. Uh, That's they- how you
1: change things around. You just got to hit. like, I mean, you know, you hit on Jalen hurts is that you get like, he just worked.
2: It? Yeah, uh, I mean, we have to draft well. We have to have a draft where we get more than one pick that turns out into being a good player.
1: I want to disagree. We need with the more last than a good player. We need more than a good player, though. We but again, need if you're talking about a great about, player, think about that. About is that what we're talking players. about? With no, what I'm saying is this: is that like, and I'm not just saying like, is just think about who our drafts have been over the past whatever years in the first round pick. We haven't gotten a fucking star.
4: Bullshit. JC Horn's a star.
1: No, no, you can't give him that yet. That's being why too, not? That's why being not. He's the yeah, top he's the, the top defensive bad. back in
4: the league. Why not?
1: You think he's the top defensive back in the entire league? The yeah, stats I, I, say he's I, the top I, defensive
4: the the stat, back in the league.
2: The stats say that this he okay. is playing yeah. like an absolute shutdown corner. Right in front of
4: James Bradbury. <laughs> Just
1: saying. <clears throat> All right, yeah. so you're put, you're you're ready to put J.C. Horn in the star caliber of Luke Kuechly? Mm, well, what would you know. need to no, do no, to no, be no, a star? No. What I mean by that, oh, no, is to be no, a no, super, no, no. But Tony, no, no you're, raising to,
2: you you're raising the benchmark. Luke too high. A okay. first well, I mean, maybe well, it is J.C. Well, Horn. JC I was saying on, this It's well, not Shaq.
1: That's all I'm trying to say. It's not D. De- like they're very. I want. We need more than a good player to turn the team around. We need a great player
4: agreed but but you're what you're saying is you're trying to compare him to a first ballot hall of famer. I think first ballot hall of famers That's are, what we are Maybe one player in every draft if that are first ballot hall of famers. Like in I mean I'm not talking about I'm not talking about for the team. I'm talking about in the entire draft, maybe one player. So, that's really hard for you to hit that one guy in a draft that's going to be that guy if there even is one. Now, being a hall of fame player or an elite player is different. I think J.C. Horn is a guy that, if he continues the trajectory he's at, is a Hall of Fame player and a, an elite player. There's, man, there's no reason he shouldn't be in consideration for one of the best defense players of the year. Well, then but we need
1: more than one of J.C. The quarterback, Horn. Then. I agree. How about this?
2: Out of all the positions that you're talking about, dude, today, the quarterback loses the game. And by the way, I really want to disagree with something that Anthony said, and Greg has been saying this too. Well, but that basically there's no difference, to Arnold P. And Baker Mayfield, and whenever ba- Baker Mayfield lost, it was because we never ever got the run game going. Okay, well today the Carolina Panthers could not and did not get the run game going, and Sam Darnold was one of the better parts of this team today. He was 11 of, of yards, 14 no on third down, but he uh-huh. was and 11 of 14. Okay, but that's not on him. Two that's not on him at all. It's literally not on him at all. The him at all. No he was evading pressure but he's part of it. all game. Putting the ball where it needed to be, and Baker Mayfield was it, right? never Baker Mayfield was never going to do that. That's about the point that I'm saying. To say that there was no difference between a Baker Mayfield and a Sam Darnold, and all just the run game got going for Sam and not Baker. Baker well, today has disproved today has disproven that notion completely. Sam played well today with no run game.
4: Sam did play. Sam did play well today, but Sam had two drives, two drives with three plays apiece inside the 10 yard line to score a touchdown that would have put us up. He didn't do it. You say you say you you say Baker Mayfield didn't do it. Baker Mayfield drove us to come from behind game winning drives in the first two games of the season. No, They didn't win
2: them. They didn't. They didn't win them. They didn't win them. So, so that, you're, you're going to the blame the bad yeah. calls. You're
4: oh, going to blame the bad calls in the defense right. fans. I want to I I exactly. I go back to my conversation. This
1: conversation sucks. I want to go back to my superstar okay. conversation. You guys are getting it twisted about. Okay, so maybe I just feel like look. Trucking mogul said this in the chat. Is I agree with him. He said we have we haven't just haven't had a big enough sample size yet for for us to label JC Horner superstar. But if he is, we need. We need some players on this team that change how other teams play us. You know, and that's just what I'm saying is that when you look around at teams who are trending up in the league, they're yes, they are all have good teams. They play on good teams, but they also have some players that are just like fucking incredible. You know, like I mean, I put like the Tariq Hill, the Jamar Chase, the Steph, like. They have more than one superstar on their team. And right now, the only superstar anybody in here is willing to say on this team is J.C. Horn. Is that the only one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know we're point? all down Here's on Brian Burns. Is Brian Burns yeah. a superstar? I think Brian Burns could
2: use somebody else to help him, and he's really going to okay. take off. But, yeah, my God, I think Brian Burns has – that kind of play and he's kind of hurt from two weeks ago so it's yeah like, i'm not i'm not trying man. to
1: i'm just asking do we i don't i'm not trying to say he isn't is do we have are
2: those, those are our the superstars two best players. those are our two superstars and by the way another thing i wanted to talk about you mm. know who i'm not willing to call a superstar that we've been Who's very that? very dude
1: jeremy jeremy champ why he's playing fantastic, dude. He's
2: not playing fantastic. Jeremy Jeremy Chin, not only was he taking bad angles, but he gets beat in coverage a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I think that's been a problem for go him, back and man. watch. I, I
1: just remember one play where he where that run play that the commentator called him out on. That's Jeremy has
2: not been good. He I mean he hasn't been like terrible but's been uh, uh uh in in coverage he has been a liability and uh, a, a lot of times he will just pick terrible angles run into the football and he'll end up missing completely on the tackle yeah not it's right. not not playing good
1: next call what up c3 family d
0: sanford north carolina what up d another rough one
11: I really don't know how I feel about it. We were dominated on the line. We were dominated in time of possession. We kept fighting. I don't know what direction to point it in, like, as far as the rest of the season,
0: but I'm saying go Bengals. Getting the Panthers up. Y'all do a great job. Let's try to get them again next week.
2: Keep pounding. pounding. Appreciate you, brother
1: man unless the Bengals start getting in it together it's not going to matter man the Bucks win this game is you're really talking about a difficult road to the playoffs for the Carolina Panthers it's- you know the next next call hey c3 family man this team don't deserve to go to the playoffs
0: playoffs playoffs, playoffs? man there ain't no way we need to be in no playoffs we can't play no better than this half ass stuff we put on the field today we need to go ahead and sit it at the house. You know, I don't agree with a lot of things G-Baby says, but, uh, you know, he's right. We ain't got no business talking about no playoffs, Nobody play from the NFC South. Should.
12: We all suck. Also, y'all go follow me on uh, Twitter, PantherFan2222.
0: Everybody keep pounding. You know, we only got a few more games. This season will be over. We can look forward to the future. Peace.
1: Yeah, that's one of these Down games. There, these are man. one of these gut chuck games. Like and we got beat up, like Cody said, by our older brother today. Like this wasn't um just another team playing like so exceptional at you know, where you got routed by Justin Herbert or you got routed by Patrick Mahomes or something like that, and you were just clearly outmatched, is like CK's been saying is that the Panthers we walked into this game. Believing it was realistic to win and believing that we had a real opportunity to win. And they just beat us up. Right. You know, it's like it's like a fight. You you fought, you fought hard, but they fought harder. And I don't mean like just on an individual level. It's like we walked away bloody from this one. And it almost hurts more than just getting knocked out. Like uh it's like when you get knocked out, you don't remember it. This one. You walk away with snot, sucking up snot, a little embarrassed, a little manhood insulted. It was a gut check, a gut punch to this team. And one so much that we're sitting here talking about what this did for Wilk's discussion as coach. You know, I mean, right after the words of protect this bank, it's kind of like one of those moments where you, See a guy in a video being like, well, step then. Step. I'll beat your ass. And then the guy steps and then beats his ass.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You should have just shut
1: up, bro. Shouldn't have said nothing.
2: You called attention to yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then and no, but I mean, I like that he called. So I'm not saying he shouldn't have said it, but this was a game like we needed to muscle up and man up and win. Mm -hmm. We didn't. Just didn't from the beginning, whatever it was. They were ready to play today, and we weren't um, on all phases of the ball. Uh, Kudos to the Steelers for stopping the run and running the ball. And I think this uh, also goes to show this. If you just look around the league right now in the NFL, the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are up 17-3 right now, this almost shouldn't surprise us that the NFL doesn't work out as we expect it to work out right it's like you look at a team every time in the past we go oh i feel like uh we used to play the saints a lot when they had a shitty offensive line and we'd be like oh man they gave up six sacks last week oh we're gonna eat on this and our defensive front's like the best part of our game at that time and then you walk into that week and you don't get any sacks it's like it's the nfl man you don't even know what's ever gonna happen houston almost beat the chiefs today
2: and yeah
4: after right. that game yesterday, like the Minnesota game yesterday, which, by the way, I've got to hand an apology to CK. You were right about the Vikings. I was wrong. I believe in the Vikings now. They are a better team than I thought they were. After the game yesterday, being down 33-0 at halftime and winning 39-36, anything's possible. That game ruined me for today. That's why I thought all day long, we can come back. We've got this. It can happen. <laughs> I saw a 33-point comeback yesterday. It can happen. Oh, no, no, they ruined me yesterday, but uh, anything can happen, dude. Anything. Yeah.
1: Every week, Trevor Lawrence could throw four touchdowns. You never know.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, I know. I've been telling y'all he could throw them the touchdowns. Go.
1: Say, Joe. Good evening,
0: fellas. Um, I just wanted to say that um, you know, there's a lot of people who um thought we would win. I was one of them. Uh, my apologies. I thought our defense and I thought our defense would play better. I thought our running game was great. Um, I did notice that the RV package where we were, were in, or not just the Army package, but there was a lot of plays in the last several weeks that we actually used extra offensive linemen as blockers, like as tight end blockers. We didn't do that at all today, period. So what's up, Ben, Matt, Groove? Uh, but I have also wanted to add something else. If you are a Panther fan and you find that through the last year or two, you are more happy when we lose than when we win, take your Panther card out and shred that bitch because you're not a fan. Is that harsh? Yes. Is that wrong? Could be, could be not, I don't really know you. But if you find yourself that you're more happy when we lose because you get to prove a point to somebody online, you really need to look yourself in the mirror or go find a dark room, sit down and ask yourself, are you really a Panther fan or are you just here for the conversation? But everybody have a great day.
2: Have a great day. We're pulling fan cards now. Uh yeah. Uh, Drew said he ranted also. He had a two his the uh, numbers two oh seven. He said came came through with a big rant. I mean, I, I hear you, Pickle. I mean everybody for a while you gotta understand people have been looking forward more to the draft than they do to the actual season. So they're thinking if be better draft picks uh i don't know man everybody's gonna fan their own way yeah but, uh, yeah i mean, that, you, mean agree. you should be
1: down right now it's okay to be this is the fun thing if we all just spoke into an echo chamber this would be boring you right. know yeah. it's like it's good to have a balance of voices like ones that make us i mean and hell it's a you know super i actually am disappointed in pickle there I've been wow. really entertained by a super angry pickle recently. Like he's been tripping people to, out on the Friday free for all's. He's been chipping out. He came, I felt like he came like he, he was even a little sobered by this moment. Reserved. I thought he was going to come strong.
0: Hey, it was you guys? was cooking. I was calling in one last time for a quick call. One thing I wanted to touch about, kind of just piggyback off uh, last week and everything. Uh, what's your guys' opinion now on Brian Burns? That's back to back, big games and everything, where I felt as if he's made a minimal impact. So, granted, yes, he is a great player. Uh, I think he deserves to be paid at least top 10. I don't know about the top five at this point, but I just want to get, I was just curious about what you guys' opinion and everything. So, y'all are talking about the pass rush and everything. Brian Burns got zero rush throughout the entire game, really. So,
2: what do y'all got to think about that? I am on you, I Amy. Mean, he's, ba- he's backing up your point that you were making the other day that, that everybody was jumping onto your case for. So, I, I don't know. Is he right?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, I think you have to have good players on a team. And uh, I, I just feel like this is... Brian Burns has been very good for us um, and he's a player I'd rather have on our team than not have on our team um, it's just a question of uh, how elite are they and I think that that question I raised earlier is who are the superstars on this team the first person you guys started arguing argue about was JC Horn not Brian Burns
3: I think that's I mean, because think it's, it's, it, that's that's because JC Horn is right now playing some of the best cornerback football in the entire NFL. You can't say the same thing about Brian Burns. Yeah, well,
1: baller. you're he's having his best season and what people were just saying. The two can, can, the two can exist
3: at the same time, Tony, like you're mm-hmm. like, you're, you're, you're
1: just because we wanted to go to JC Horn doesn't mean
3: that that's a, a, a damnation on Brian Burns at the very beginning. I mean, that that's not what we're saying. JC Horn was the first person because he's the best defensive player on our team. It doesn't right. mean Brian Burns isn't a great player either. That's no, like I was just saying, saying that superstar. Thomas Davis was a bad. Name. I'm
1: not, no, I'm asking you <laughs> about superstar. And I'm just saying it's interesting that we didn't say Brian let, Burns' let, name
3: first. Let, let me yeah. ask you a question. If I, we had start, had the same conversations about superstars and we had Cam Newton and, and Luke Kuechly on this scene, and you decided, because I decided to pick bring up Cam Newton instead of Luke, that that's an indictment on Luke. That's not true. That's just, a, that's irrelevant. That's a, that's, that's, that you can't look at it that way.
4: I, I think what the most important thing the caller said here was that it brings him to a more top ten player type pay in the league than a top five, right. and I think that's honestly maybe he's right, and 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 Tony maybe that's that's kind of that's kind of uh, been my it's, it's, that's kind of leaning more towards what you're saying. Maybe he is just a top ten, not a top five guy right now, and maybe he is. You know, we'll see. And maybe he may still in the season with 16 sacks. Circumstance.
1: You know, maybe yeah. that's because this game did not play to his skill set. No. So I, I mean, don't really I know if yeah. we, in fact, I don't really have a different opinion about Brian Burns today than I had last week. My opinions probably stayed about the same because how could he ultimately really be a X factor in a game where they just ran up the middle? Right. You know, I don't know if that like really has like today, I mean, I just, I guess there were a couple opportunities. There were some passing downs, Matt. Maybe we could have gotten, we could have done some different things that he could have stepped in. I just feel like, hey, if today, if the referendum today is more on the defense, it's on uh, the linebackers, probably, in that defensive yeah. tackle Agreed. group not being able to just how stop long? them from moving. The, they read, huh. rush the ball six yards every play. It felt like right. they just rushed for. Six, how, long right? gonna, how
2: long are we going? How long are we going to call out our linebacking core? Years now, and that especially when you compare them to Panther linebackers cores in our very recent past, this is found wanting. They are not good enough. We are not. We're not fast enough. We're just not. Uh, we're not attacking gaps enough. this linebacking say- core is not. We we need to upgrade it, and we need to do it big time.
1: I would say this linebacking core is the better one we've had in three years, but that's not saying much. And the only reason I'm saying that is because the linebacking cores in the previous years have been such liabilities in a way that we knew their names. Tired Whitehead, right? We had all, like, we would, I don't even know our our linebackers' names, really, other Mm -hmm. than Shaq Thompson. And, and i guess you call frankie louvu a linebacker but i feel like we play him a little bit more like everywhere
3: a, yeah he was like Jeremy Chen's rookie rookie yeah. season yeah
1: i mean he, i guess so i guess like i i know louvu i would say he's best then i don't know it's just meh
4: do you think better defensive line play has made it so the linebackers necessarily don't have to be as good or we don't hear as much about the line that could be a good a possibility
1: too but I don't even know if it's been great. Like, uh, and Ioannidis, his penalty today hurt us when he offsides. Um, he didn't have a good game today. You I mean, should probably thing. give him Ioannidis, a break because he just had a stroke.
2: But you get what I'm saying? No, that was Anderson. That was nice.
1: Oh, that's right. You're right. It was Anderson. Yeah,
2: that was Henry Anderson. But 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 by, by the way, like the fact that Ioannidis <sighs> is one of your starters is indi- is indicative of your problem i'm not saying i and i this is a bad football player but he's not a day one starter in the nfl we need more help on the defensive line we have to have it we need more help on. and that's even if brian burns is great or not
1: (laughs) and that's if that's whether that's regardless of how great or not brian burns is you can't like is you like he just can't thrive that unit just needs to be stronger and I think Derek Brown is not the problem at all, not at all. And uh, so I'm excited about Derek Brown as a player on this team, but we're going to have to just get bigger and stronger up there. And you're right. He needs some help on the other side of it. Another edge rusher, and they just need to be a strong. They don't even have to be the best in the world. If you could get an eight sack guy on the other side of Brian Burns, I think that that would be what you need to have to get Brian Burns to reach the stratosphere.
2: At this point, I almost want another defensive tackle more than I want another defensive end. Like just straight mm. up, like another beast in the middle on the other side of – Guys, of, we're getting uh, old. Is,
4: is there a guy in the draft out there like that though that you, that you can think of?
2: Well, I mean the big name is yeah, Jalen Carter. Yeah, that Georgia, Georgia. The
1: Georgia
4: guy. I mean, they, but, they, they've got can, a few, yeah.
2: but, again, we're probably not going to be picking high
4: enough for...
1: No, we're going to be picking, like, like probably 15 to 20, to be truly honest with you. Oh, yeah. You know um, who I wanted? Another Georgia defensive tackle. He was playing fucking awesome for the Eagles. He just got hurt. He got hurt this year after having, like, hmm. the best... God, what was his name he got Who? remember i kept talking about it was he drafted. he got drafted last oh, year jordan,
2: by, da- jordan davis jordan yeah. davis the one for that last guy
1: year. and he was just eating and then he got hurt He hurt his ankle or something yeah but, he went
2: to mallet creek I have a high school
1: yeah all right next go <laughs> there's me c-dolls my
2: C-Doll. t up, c
0: even though we lost today still a wonderful day uh, I don't feel bad in any way about this loss today because Ben McAdoo is our office coordinator, you know, I want to see the Steve Walsh can do with his own office coordinator and at least Matt Corral or Sam Darnold, you know, but uh, <laughs> there's no need oh, to be upset about today's game, you know, Ben McAdoo is not exotic, you know, for his play calling and
2: everything. Z-Dog has turned into Snoop Dogg.
0: I just I can't leave the game. I'm really disappointed. Just super chill
2: about it. You everything. know,
0: the only thing I'm disappointed in like, some of the plays for the defense. They had got them Brian Burns and fucking coverage. But, nah, yeah. bro, that nah, that motherfucker go get the fucking quarterback, man. The fuck. I mean, it's the only thing I was mad about. Everything they put Brian Burns and got them coverage. Nah. I'm going like, to get no pressure on the quarterback. We need him. I, 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 I bet got them pass pressure in coverage. I don't got them third down. Nah, fuck that shit. But then go get the fucking quarterback, man. The fuck. But besides that.
1: We got mad at Snow. It's a good day. day.
0: Shit. still a good day today. Whenever you come in here, hit the like button. you subscribe. Shout out to baby to go. You know what I'm going shout out. Shout out the whole C3 podcast. They do these shows. Uh, we got a Tuesday night show. We got a uh, free fall on Friday. Just got a game simulation last night and everything. But uh, it could be with a family film, way more parts stuff. But they always put out great content. But anyways, everybody have a great day today.
1: Like and subscribe. Keep pounding. see dog, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. great dude. Great, there he is.
4: Has um, G Baby called in today?
1: No, nah, I don't think so. Here, let's keep um, going. We got a few more calls though. Let's see. He was in the chat hey, for Cole sure. Setting.
3: Setting. What Come
0: up, C3? How y'all doing? This is Nick Hedden uh, at the KP on YouTube. Y'all check it out. You know, we just we trying to do some real crazy stuff into the off season and even into next year. But yeah, so my comment about today's game. Uh, Specifically about Steve Wilkes, this should not be the end-all, be-all where we decide whether he should be the coach or not. Let's be honest. This was the Steelers. They've always had a number. For some reason, they have always had our number. They could be the most strongest team that anybody wants to be or doesn't want to be. But when they play us, they find that identity. Uh, oh, where's the, where's the Super Bowl champion the Steelers? Steel credit all. That's what they do. My whole thing is this. For Wilkes not to get the job, that would be – that would really be a huge slap in the face because you have to consider we have had one other interim that got no wins. So you put him up beside that, okay, you got to say he's better than that. And then for the last two years, we've had this pullback coach that couldn't get us past five wins. We're going to get past five wins this year, so he's pretty much going to do better than that. We're either going to go six wins or seven. Hopefully we can win out, you know, but, you know, if if we get more than five wins, you've got to consider that. And you really, I, I would say consider that hugely because, I mean, another thing another you have to do with is he has left with just about this guy's, like for instance, you can't really get rid of an offensive coordinator and everything is fine. We know Ben McAdoo doing this guy. You know what I mean? And we did it last year. All that left Jeff Nixon was, was doing was calling Brady's plays in his, in his stead while he was gone. You know what I mean? So give him that other give him another season. Let him get his own staff. Sign him about maybe a two two year deal. See see what he does. And I guarantee you, I, I I I like what I see so far. You know, I, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, what what could it hurt? We're doing a lot better than we've done in the past. I mean, we still have some type of hope that we definitely didn't have last year, and we definitely didn't have a few weeks ago. Y'all keep pounding. Peace.
1: I mean, look. I feel like I'm always dominating. I don't want to over dominate the mic. I have a real opinion on this. Is that do it? Well, my position on field goal kickers over this of the podcast and they, and people they get mad at me a lot of times when I do this is that that you know a kicker misses a field goal at the end of the game and you say they lost the game for us. I like to phrase it as this: is they didn't win the game. They had the moment that they could have gone out and been the hero. Mm. They had the opportunity to win. So they didn't lose the game for us. They didn't win it. And I think that right now, Steve Wilkes hasn't won the job. He hasn't lost it. And like, I agree with the caller. Like, look, he's in a bad, you know, he's taken over. He's done some really good things where last week I thought, He was kicking the field goal. He kicked the field goal at the end of last week and made the field goal. This week, he missed the field goal. Like, it was an opportunity to win for him to step closer into that job. The scary thing I have about that idea of just give him another season is doesn't that just kind of put you into a perpetual cycle of not really giving anybody real faith anyway? Like, I feel like what if he didn't have a good season last year, but you go, Hey, he didn't have any play. You know, like, are you just in the same conversation each year of saying, um, well, you know, we didn't give him enough time. We didn't give him enough time. So I just want to believe in the guy we hire. Uh, like, I think if Steve Wilkes and this team would have gone out and won this game today, it would have been a lot easier for us to just give our stamp a rubber stamp Steve Wilkes into the future. But right now we had the Stamper. We were ready to rubber stamp him in, and we were like, you know what? We might just set this over here for a minute.
4: Well, can I ask you then, Tony? Is there anything besides record that can give you that confidence that Steve Wilkes is the guy? No. Be- so it's just record, basically. It's, it's basically yeah, how because he ends like you, well, like okay, what I, can I, he really fine. do? Was,
1: it's like you're yeah. making basically it's this is we gave you chicken shit. Mm-hmm. We asked you to make chicken salad. Mm-hmm. and now it's either chicken salad or it's chicken shit like but, i'm gonna take a bite of the sandwich and it's gonna either be chicken salad or it's gonna be chick- like he has an impossible task but his the only pathway to victory is victory but it's like you just said earlier like what if we we have three games left if,
4: what, what if we win two and lose one and we fall just short of winning the playoffs but the one game we that's lose, still a record lose- what what if and one I would game say we,
1: that would be a reasonable conversation. What if me. the
4: one game we lose, we lose in overtime, and everybody in the team has played well and we are clicking on all cylinders? Didn't you say that like the difference in a loss if you're losing like that or getting blown out is different?
1: If so we like, finish seven wins, I do think we have to have a conversation really about Steve Wills being the coach. So I okay. still think it's record. If we finish with five wins, I think that it's conversation okay. is is a little bit more difficult to be just. Like you have to really reach into the well of optimism okay. if we so you're, lose you're saying, out you're not for the rest.
4: Impossible, ju- just a lot no. more difficult.
2: Okay. No, just yeah, just
1: gotta win.
2: Hey, what's the saying? You are what your record says you are. Yeah. I mean, that's just the truth. Uh, you know it I, he's look, got I, a bad. I, he's got a
1: bad hand. He's been dealt a bad hand, right? Like you can either overplay your hand or you get beat. And he's been overplaying his hand to this point in a good way. And so, like, now, after today, though, he's going to have to play some good – you know, you you may – today was a missed opportunity. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. I mean, think
1: about what the conversation – think about the think alternate that. conversation we, we'd be having right now if you just reverse the scores. Yeah. Yeah. Simply just reverse the number of the scores – and then what is the conversation we are having as Carolina Panther fans? Gritty win at home. Wasn't pretty. Won the time of possession. You know, like we didn't win the time of possession. You know, if you just flip the game a little bit, that one thing, and we're sitting here going, Steve Wilkes has really changed the culture here. Uh, he's got these players believing in themselves. And we're really thinking not only is this team – slated to win the division, but really potentially make some noise in the playoffs. Yo, and Joe we are Burrow. not having that conversation right now. Joe Burris got sacked for like forty five yards. Jeez. <laughs> All right,
4: let's go to the <laughs> next goal. The hey
11: C three. This is nine one
6: oh
0: Panther fan. AK Kyle. Um calling from Wilmington. Uh That's love the, the show. Obviously very disappointed loss today. Um I don't know what else to say about it, you know, other than it was just fucking disappointing. <laughs> um, as far as like y'all are talking about coordinators and stuff, like, I mean, if we can get a coordinator that doesn't call plays, that has Sam Donald throwing behind the line of scrimmage or running for it when he shouldn't clearly, or giving him at least the option to make his own fucking decision because we know he can't do that. Like, I don't, I don't know, but defense, uh, I don't know. Hopefully they show up next week. All right. Love y'all since, uh, keep pounding, subscribe, like, keep on putting out that wonderful content guys.
1: And thank you so much. It's Appreciate glad you, you, brother. we need to hear that you guys enjoy the show. It gives us more energy to keep going, especially in difficult circumstances and times, uh, God. Just had something cool to say about this team, and then I lost it. Uh, next call.
8: So is JJ back real quick. Uh, I just want to say uh, shout-out DJ Moore. This man finally got above four touchdowns in a season yeah. in his career. It only took until you're five, you know, oh, yeah. Baby set, I'm playing. But I love DJ, my favorite player. Damn right, I made a call just for him. Shout out, DJ Moore. God, we all know
2: it. Love him. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Uh, early in this game, Sam Darnold and DJ Moore made one of the most beautiful throw-catch combos I've ever seen for the Carolina Panthers. That was freaking incredible. Sam rolls out to the right. He's evading pressure. Runs all the way to to the sideline, throws a BB to the bottom right pylon, and DJ Moore gets his hands on it, feet in bounds, touchdown. That was absolutely beautiful. It was an incredible uh, throw by Sam Darnold. I think it was an even better catch by DJ Moore. That was that was crazy, son. That was absolutely crazy. I think DJ Moore continues to show. Yeah, he's a receiver. We just need to get a full season with a consistent quarterback that can get him the ball in the right kind of way, and DJ Moore is going to thrive. Another thing that I took from this game, guys: TJ Moore, his—I mean, uh, uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. His stock goes up and up every week, and every up, week. and up, and we forget that this guy ran a low four-four. At the combine, like a four four two or something like that, and he's six he foot He should have made that catch, though. This, this dude is a presence. He is a burner. He can put people behind he's him. Big. Run. He's mm-hmm. big. He's strong. Like he's what sky. we wanted, Kevin
4: Benjamin. Like, the
2: sky man, is like, still uh, what we the limit. In Kevin the sky is still the limit in Terrace Marshall Jr. I agree.
1: I've been. That's like been my like happiest thing coming out of the rule era was Terrace marshall jr's just existence in life All right um the oh i know what i was going to say earlier is look today you guys going back to that pass for sam darnold to dj Moore. i mentioned earlier in the show that uh what 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 did i say
2: why is russell no I, my, my bad oh. why is russell wilson not playing is he hurt
1: concussion yeah Yeah, concussion. Concussion. He sucks. I don't know. Yeah, both, Um, both. No, so that talking about that pass, but from Sam Darnold to DJ Moore earlier on, I said that this was an each week I'm waiting for that opportunity where Sam Darnold conquers his true adversary, right? Like his true hurdle that he has to overcome, which is himself and his belief. I think it's a confidence. I think it's a confidence issue because he has the physical skill set to play the game. So not only confidence, but some of it is just reps for us, right? So the first two weeks, you know, just rusty, you know, your game catching up to the speed, not playing, you know, just get more familiar. But right now that what Sam Darnold has to do as a player, and this might not, this is probably not going to happen in Carolina at this point is pierce through or defeat his fear of himself and every moment you think he's about to do it, he doesn't. Yeah. And this today, that pass, that play, I thought was, look, we were down seven, right? Or we were down 14. We were down at the in that game, right? They came out and scored already. You know, you really feel like we need to put some points up. The coverage breaks down. Sam's under duress. Like where you think he's about to get sacked. He rolls, he he escapes it just by a hair, rolls out, and makes an exceptional play. And you're like, this is the moment. This is the game that Sam conquers his fear. And then after that, it didn't happen. But it was such a, my wife, she looked at me and she said, what, you don't get excited about touchdowns anymore? Because I didn't cheer. I was like just laying and lounging, watching it. And I was like, I don't even know if it's a touchdown. It's so good. <laughs> you know, like I couldn't tell, like when I was watching it, I was like that maybe, yeah, that, you know, like it was the play though that could resurrect Sam. And then, you know,
2: crazy, but, but, but look, man, mobility
1: intangible, a rocket bringing you back. DJ's getting excited. Like everything yeah. is there, the seek this the the ingredients are there, and you just forgot to put salt in the water or whatever when you're making the pasta.
2: Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Bengals scored a touchdown. They failed to get the two point conversion, so it's yeah. uh, twelve to it's twelve to seventeen Tampa Bay. So uh,
1: that play, know. man, that play just need a couple more of those. Yeah, yeah just a couple amazing. more of those, and you're right. Look, is and, and going back to Sam Darnold, be, I don't want to hear the Baker Mayfield I, right now. Is that Sam Darnold to me has outplayed every quarterback on this team? Sure, I and mean, I I, I, I hate saying day. that yeah. about PJ because PJ had that incredible. You know, he had some moments, but I really feel like Sam has pushed the ball well. Moved. I don't know. Um, he's got mobility. He's run the ball effectively. Terrace Marshall Jr. should have came down with that ball. Thankfully, they got the pass interference, though. You know, because if you don't yeah. get that, then we would that. But gosh, I don't know. We need more mm-hmm. offense. We need more offense.
2: I don't think there was much. Hey, to, hey, but... hey, hey,
12: you know who the fuck it is. Booyaka, booyaka, (laughs) booyaka! This is the real one. Where should I begin? Let me take a sip of my brew. Put on on your flame suits. Fuck-ass, fake-ass fucking Panther fans. Only showing up when we fucking win. Y'all are a bunch of fucking bitches. Tony, let this shit play out. I got a lot to say, brother. I got a lot to fucking say. The Panther fans that became Panther fans because of the 2015 season. Y'all are a disgrace. Y'all are bacteria. Y'all are the shit underneath my big toe. Y'all are a bunch of fucking bitches. Damn. Y'all make me fucking sick. Sick to my fucking stomach, bro. Let's start on this fucking game. What did I tell you guys? When they find out all we do is run, and they stop the run, the fucking wheels are gonna fucking fall off. Yep. What are you bitches are, oh my God, I got a lot to fucking say. I got a lot to fucking say. Let me begin with CK. You make me fucking stick. Deontay Foreman's better than fucking Christian McCaffrey. Motherfucker, please. And for that, okay. you're fucking fired. Tony, where's the application? Where's the fucking application at? He's fucking fired. there, fired. fired. The worst take in Panther history, bro. So don't Dude, ever fucking have Christian McCaffrey's name in your all fucking mouth when they're in the fucking playoffs and he's fucking rushing to a fucking Super Bowl, bro. Keep his fucking name at your fucking mouth.
4: Uh-oh. I missed you the beginning. You
12: fucking sick. <laughs> And Greg, I'm not I'll gonna get on your ass like that because I owe you a hundred dollars.
4: I got you, man. Double <laughs> I, enough. I, I got you. If you owe the double you hundred
12: dollars, your ass be getting it too. <laughs> and any and anybody that listens to Cody Lack when it comes to fucking film study when it comes to college football, fucking the dude don't know what the fuck he's talking about, bruh. Doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'll give you the Trevor Lawrence. He played fucking great today. But is that gonna continue, Cody Lack? Is it gonna continue? Probably. We will see. Now we got Detroit. Detroit's what averaging 20 to fucking 30 points a game? Top three in scoring? Are we gonna go out there and drop 30 points on these bitch ass niggas? That's to be continued. Worst I guess we're gonna fucking NFL, wait though. and see, right? Hey, where's you fucking Dante fucking Jackson haters at you fucking bitches? Where's you CJ Henderson haters at you fucking?
4: Hey. Once again, CJ on. Henderson, listen, CJ, Hend- I love Dante Jackson. CJ Henderson's backup player, not playing well, doesn't make me love CJ Henderson anymore. It doesn't make his stats any coming. better. He, got, he ran know? out of
1: time. You're right, Greg. <laughs> it doesn't make I his stats like, any better. I uh, really was entertained by uh, G-Baby in the beginning. And I feel like he just, every time G-Baby calls, I feel like CK just, like, takes a mental okay, nap. <laughs>
3: Man, I I tell you what, like, honestly, (laughs) so the funny thing is, uh, again, we've already had this discussion about Deontay Foreman. It was a garbage game, but this was a incredible indictment on this offensive line's performance today. um, And the fact that exactly what G-Baby said, when they sold out to stop the run, we did it. Now, at the end of the day, I said last week and this week that there was a bit of a dip and I've even acknowledged that, uh, that Christian McCaffrey's had an incredible... Uh, An incredible few weeks there uh, with the 49ers. But as a pure rusher with this year's hold on, hold on, hold on with a as the as a pure, just a rushing running back up until that point, Deontay Foreman had better numbers with the exact same offensive line. That was my argument from the get go. And when you looked and seen what um, what Christian McCaffrey was doing, he was not running the ball well. And the funny thing is, is when you start running the ball more, these guys get more yards, right? Well, how many times did Deontay Foreman get the ball today? So you can't put that on Deontay Foreman. There's been, you can put all of that. I mean, listen, this is still an indictment on everybody, but Deontay Foreman didn't perform well. The entire offensive line performed at the bottom, unfortunately below average uh, today. And we want to sit there. I know we want to talk about how good this offensive line is, but you have to take that into
1: consideration as well. Um, And let's be real about it. They're out of their minds, this... G Baby. All three of them. I'm with G Baby on this one. I <laughs> well, don't even have mind. to it.
2: No, how well, about this? You, you, you were point? stopping me <laughs> You're and not doing the Sam Baker thing. No, I got to stop forming the CMC. thing. They're, this is a yeah, dead I in don't want to yeah. it. We're not relitigating
1: yeah. it. We're not relitigating. I'm just saying it's not fair for G Baby to only call out CK when all three of these guys on the panel with me. I can't I fire think everybody. All on something though, right? What if I fired all of you right now? It would just be listening to me. And then this show would go down. Down in flames. <laughs> I can't carry the load like CMC could if he was... <laughs> oh,
12: wow.
4: You oh, let's go. To that daddy
12: boy toy if did that.
4: I don't know where I was cut off at,
1: but this shall continue.
12: <laughs> a lot of y'all are a bunch of bitches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, call how I, I love it man now we got to go
12: <laughs> what is that game here It don't matter you. bro our fans don't fucking show up our fans That's don't true. show up y'all oh my god y'all made me fucking sick cam <laughs> I, I, I just i'm so fucking heartbroken because everything that has led up to this point has been just a fucking nightmare to me. It's been genuinely a fucking nightmare, and the way we treated, in my opinion, the greatest Panther of all time, Cam Newton, yeah. and for us to be in this position, it's just—he's
4: not wrong, bro. At that, that point, yeah,
12: it's, it's really sad. And Brian Burns, you fucking hoe, you fucking made me sick as well. What do you do, bro? Can someone on the panel tell me what does Brian Burns do besides get outshined by fucking T.J. Watt and fucking Bank of America? Who was that Dude, other guy, the, a T.J. Watt wrecked that, had a that great fucking game. game. Mm.
2: That's what a yeah, that pass rusher looks like. Smith being someone a that can take head. over
12: the fucking game, the entire game. But y'all want to turn around and pay this light in the ass 3-4 defensive end, that's not even in the right scheme. Dude, Brian Burns, we don't even put him in the right scheme. He's not even in the right scheme, bro. Brian Burns, go eat some fucking meat. Gain some Our fucking baby,
1: weight, bro. You're in the
12: NFL. God damn, Getting pushed around like a bitch by tight ends, bro. But you want to come over here and you're going to come turn me and ask for a fucking bag, bro? You got, what, 10 and a half, 11 sacks? You know what? Brian Burns is no better than Mario fucking Addison. You heard it here first. Go pull up Mario Addison's fucking stats. Mario Addison was a better football player than fucking Brian Burns, bro. Go pull up the fucking stats. And let me get back at Cody Lack for shit and our fucking James Bradbury. CK, I've been shit on you, but right now I need you to shit on him. For that dumb shit. Shitting on James Bradbury. What the fuck is wrong with you? A motherfucker that shut down the NFC South his entire 10-year career. Including his rookie fucking season, bro. Yeah, right.
4: I love James Bradbury. I'm coming
12: out, you baby pickle. Where the fuck are you at? Mm -hmm. JD living over in heaven, Hawaii. Where the fuck are you at, bro?
1: G-Baby's like fighting with your wife.
12: Man, you know who the fuck
0: this is. And I'm calling back.
1: (laughs) Um, G baby is like fighting with your wife. That's what I say. Is uh, that I want to remind, he said that James Bradbury stopped all the NFC South. I don't know if you guys do remember, which I'm a James Bradbury fan. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think he's a guy that can do it by himself. I think he's a great dude to have as part of your unit. If you guys remember, it was the 20s, the game that Cam's shoulder got destroyed against pittsburgh yeah yeah you know that uh that they came out we came out and scored a early touchdown
2: in that game
1: christian mccaffrey came out ran the ball down then they scored i think or something but then we get the ball back and this is where cam threw this like stupid crazy he did a pick six uh he was going like he was getting sacked he threw it up they did a pick six So, so we get the ball back though because they scored Deep in our zone, he throws uh no, they threw like uh Juju Smith Schuster had like a 96 yard touchdown on yeah, on right. James Bradbury because he blew the cut like he just missed, he just like misread everything. So it's just interesting how the Pittsburgh game brings back these memories. But the reason I say that G baby is like arguing your with your wife is every time I get in an argument with my wife over something that I've done wrong which is a lot of times she then though brings back the past wrongs yeah (laughs) that i've already we've already made up for you've either already won or lost that fight right like we've already had those moments like and we've fought and we've gotten through it we did our mea culpa's but i gotta apologize now for an apology that i've already made 15 years ago and i mean like and we're going she goes deep into the well bro she'll be like this receipts you know i'm like wait we've already worked through that and that's where the cam part is going back to cam newton in this call right here you know that's just that's just i guess what we're gonna do until we don't until we have
4: a quarterback well, and you know, part of his call too was talking about the the Watt and Burns thing, and and he does raise a good point. The yeah. caller earlier said that that we brought up that like you know Watt is that guy that's the top three to five player in the NFL. This right here was Watt versus Burns, and Burns didn't show up like Watt did. So maybe Burns, like I said, is maybe just top 10 He's a good guy. I maybe He's by the, way. A the whole time. You know? By, by the way,
2: uh, I have not I have an update. The Bengals are up three points on Tampa Bay.
4: Yeah, Discord. All right, here we go. Uh
10: All right, this is Drew. I don't call in very much, but I have to call in and talk about this. I'm okay. sorry. Nick, 6 games, 6 losses. Stay out of Bank of America. Stay away from Panthers games. Watch them at home on TV. <laughs> As far as the rest of these Panther fans go, I'm sorry. I am sick and tired of these unrealistic expectations that you so-called have. You think you're the Steelers or Patriots, and, oh, we deserve the best. Quit looking for the next big thing. You've got a good head coach in Steve Wilkes. Let the man do his thing and and really just absolutely try to build this team the way it needs to be built my son is sitting here wanting to talk on the phone too and i can't let him talk right now but i'm sorry he had to sit there and watch this trash of a game today at three years old and i'm sorry it's ridiculous he had a bad they had a bad game the offensive defensive line got exposed they got bullied this man needs an off season in order to build his this team the way he needs to build it You want to bring him in in the middle of the season when you're one and six, and you're like, oh, we're looking at the top pick in the draft, and now he's got us talking about meaningful football in the month of December, which we haven't had since Ron freaking Rivera. If you want to keep doing this, then go back to Matt Rule. Call Matt Rule up in Nebraska. Tell him you you want his forgiveness and bring him back to Charlotte. I'm sick and tired of, oh, we want the next big thing. We want the next big thing. Get over yourself and quit doing the same thing fucking thing over and over again and let this man do what he came here to do. He loves Charlotte. He loves the Panthers. He wants to build this thing into a winning franchise. Let him do it and quit looking for the next 10 to come in the door and save your asses.
1: Man. Um, drew with the fire right there, man. man. All right, so he What's wants to we'll, we'll take that away. I feel like this is that... Uh... He, this is like we just got put in timeout as panther fans like he put his kid in timeout yeah. it's like this is what it feels like to be a timeout kid you can't talk on the phone he named his kid cam and then said you can't yeah. get on the c3 panthers podcast nope you go sit over there be miserable you're a panthers fan for life <laughs>
2: you think he's a fan
1: <laughs> yeah Uh-oh.
2: he's a real Uh-oh. fan, Uh-oh. He's a true fan. Just
4: filmed the ball again Again, Bengals recovered it in the 40 yard line. Yep. Oh, my On
2: goodness. On their own 40. Um, Let's go. Hey, man. Hey, we're, we're not out of it, boys. Let's go. Like I said, at the Bucks there. lose,
4: we're in the same spot we were in. We woke up this morning. All right. Exact uh, next, same next spot.
12: Goal. Last call. Can we please put Jeremy Ken back at fucking linebacker? I've been saying
3: this, dude.
12: Steve Wilkes, you said he has the potential to be a Hall of Fame, All Pro <laughs> safety. I don't know if you said Hall of Fame, but you said All-Pro. Can we please put Jeremy Chen back at fucking outside linebacker, G? Please. That's all I'm asking. Oh,
1: that was on Brady. That was, on Brady. that was Brady, that fumble. It fucking suck. Last one was, too.
12: Can we put him close to the line so he can fucking make plays like he did the year before?
4: This whole cat call segment is about GB. JC
12: Horn. Can you learn how to tackle? He's gotta go well, after the usual
1: suspects. God, man. He's just go. Hey, ahead. I
12: want to give a shout out to fucking uh Terrence Marshall Jr. I've been sitting on you your entire ten year career with Carolina. You got potential, brother. <laughs> you got potential to be great. And I don't say that about a lot of motherfuckers, man. But if you can get your hands together and we can get you in a great system with a new coordinator and have you behind fucking DJ with, and get you Bryce motherfucking Young. That ain't happening now. David Heffer, <laughs> hey, bro, go all in, bro. Trade the house. Go get the fucking Steph Curry of fucking football.
13: Hold on. Let's
12: be smart here. We don't have a fucking QV, bro. We fucking suck. And I'm done, man. Greg, I need to get your information. I owe you a $100, bro. Can I you get good, this man.
4: to We're you, going... bro? Hey, I'll put it on record. Please. We're going double or nothing. Carolina wins I owe the you NFC $100. South.
12: Can I get this shit to you, bro? He's got a KG, lot
1: of I, I owe you $100. Can I please get right this now. shit to you, bro?
4: Double or nothing. Carolina wins the NFC South, G-Baby. I got you. Okay? Ooh. Low. Or nothing.
12: I supposedly owe you a hundred dollars. Can you send me a screenshot so I can get this money to you, bro?
4: <laughs> hey, he's a man of he's his word. Me, he is man. That, that's yeah. a man right there. He, he's owning up to what he bet. He bet. That's a man right there. And he's like, so, damn,
1: I, I have hey, four more to go. But can, God, can I say? Can I ask though? Guy. Did he just
4: say trade the whole house to get to get Bryce Young? Because didn't yeah. he get mad at Cody for saying trade the whole house to get Trevor Lawrence? i don't know but, if he did. but cody he's but saying, cody,
3: uh if he did uh, you gotta keep in mind cody can't can't doesn't know film so
1: yeah
2: sure But <laughs> sure, well, what sure. he's saying sure. is
1: is I he thinks that, that bryce young is gonna be fantastic i get so that and maybe he will be i get go, that yeah. go for him. uh i wish i would I, I wanted to know who the player comp is for Terrace marshall jr uh, he reminds Jones. me of Plaxico. <laughs> he <laughs> reminds me of Plaxico Burris. That's who I see when um, I see him. Masin Muhammad, maybe.
4: That's not a bad one. Plaxico Moose is a good one, yeah. Um,
1: a, a good number two receiver. How about that, yeah. Plaxico yeah, is the one.
2: Plaxico ones. is the one that shot himself in the leg while yeah. was in the
1: booth. Plax, Plax had some bad moments, man, but he was fucking awesome, dude. He was really good at football. He has two bad moments. The one is coming out of the club he was and you're in new york you can't have handguns on your person at all i don't think like there's no legal way for you to be in the club with a gun and uh he was walking down the steps and it fell down his sweatpants and went off and shut his that's how i heard it was and then the uh the somebody and then the other one is he was famously he had this big catch his first catch in the NFL. It's like a big-time 30-yard catch or something. You know what I'm saying? And he gets up and does the first down, and nobody had touched him. So he just left the ball because he's used to playing college football where you're down because he caught the ball and bumped and, like, stumbled. And so he gets up and celebrates it, and then they take the football and run it back. (laughs) That was like – so Plaxico has these two bonehead moments that – many people think represent what he truly was behind the eyeballs or between the ears. Um, so, but I always love Plexico Burris also yeah, played for the Steelers. Hey you guys, this is me. Everybody's, uh, to Hardy what? everybody's wanting
2: to, uh, G- uh, everybody's threatening to call in and leave three calls because uh, oh, G baby. G-B-
1: yeah.
5: oh, okay. I'm sorry. Probably North Carolina. I <laughs> just wanted to say one glaring thing that I have noticed in this game that I noticed in our first game against the Falcons um, and that I noticed against the Cincinnati Bengals. When it comes to opposing teams running the football and they attack the edge of our defense, we are horrible. And it really exposes the weakness at the defensive end position when it comes to stopping the running game. And in terms of our linebackers today, we were hesitating when we were um, reading what the offense was doing. So I was very disappointed today with um, how we defended against the running game. It was just—it was just horrible. And as a team, we're just not successful when our defense gives up over 150 yards rushing. We're just not. Anywho, I'm gonna stay positive, keep pounding, and you guys be blessed.
1: Yeah, I mean, this I is, they, they call, beat man. us. They beat us in a way that we have been advertising. We try are gonna try to beat teams, mm-hmm. right? Is that uh, Cody has been over here drinking the juice on this offensive line, and we're like, oh, people are now. You guys are the, the all three of you are on this whatever crazy drug that's out for these kids today that makes you think Deontay Foreman is a better running back than Christian McCaffrey. Nobody said that, Tony. Rusher, rusher of the Mm ball. Rusher, rusher of the ball. Rusher of the ball. I would say this is not better at anything. But what I'm saying is that this is the type, they beat us Mm -hmm. the way we want to believe we can beat teams. And the fact that the caller brought up that we couldn't stop the run today was the biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, it eliminated the entire third quarter. Najee Harris had his, covered his prize pick number, like, in the first quarter. You know? So, I mean, like, they ran I the ball down our throat. and it was just number. right up the gut. They just ran right up the middle. Mm-hmm. So, that's how we are supposed to beat teams. Mm-hmm. And they beat us at our own game. Okay. You want me to bring it? I'll bring it.
0: Stop fiddler. You want to play GM? Get off your fucking ass and be a good damn GM. What? What? You you have to wait to a middle. You have to wait to a Saturday or, or or late late Friday before you can realize you'll go to need to draft the linebacker. Fucking moron. When you do you go, you go sign Wilson or you sign Littleton. Yes, And you go to Littleton, but a fucking Seattle bitch. When your ass goes back to fucking Seattle, you fucking little piece of shit. Ben Macafuck, won't you pack damn. your shit up and go back to New York? You miserable been a a piece of fucking garbage. You are the reason this damn. team sucks. Well, no, I tell you what, better yet, why don't you go to fucking Nebraska with your bitch friend, okay? And damn. enjoy yourself, some oh. college boys. Because you damn sure ain't no pro boy, okay? And, and by the well, way, now, let's call out this so-called, this so-called He's wide receivers doing. coach. That miserable piece of fucking Matt Rule wanna be bullshit. Who the fuck are you to think you know what the fuck you're doing? And people want to say, (laughs) Sam could have did did this by whose fucking orders. We only had two qualified wide receivers in this game today. Oh, oh, now don't get me wrong. We had five active. But we only had two that actually know how to play wide receiver. We've got a bunch of morons running around there collecting a paycheck. I do like what the fuck they doing. For the love of God, to put Cody or CK out there and let them play wide receiver, you damn sure can't get no yeah. fucking worse.
9: Put G baby <laughs> out
0: there and let him play wide receiver. We know it can't get worse than that because what we got because 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 let me tell you what because Higgins don't even play, so he don't fucking matter. Levitia Chenault isn't a wide receiver, he's a pretend, he's a running back, he's pretending to be a wide receiver because the people up there are too moronic to know what the fucking difference is. At Shai Smith, well, Shai Smith makes about one play every five games. I guess you can call him a wannabe wide receiver,
3: okay? Dude barely catches kicks. And, I don't um, want him catching balls. Scouting department, won't y'all clock out and go
0: to the fucking house? I guess won't you clock out and move to Saudi Arabia or or, or somewhere else? Maybe you could do a better job there than you did here. Hey, he, he And, he and did. guess what? Let me break some news not. for y'all. If Steve Whoops doesn't get this job, consider this a warning. David Pepper will not hire a, a a head the next head coach if he doesn't have experience as a head coach. Okay, so you're not talking about the 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 Eagles or the Lions OCs. They don't have experience separate experience being an NFL head coach and tempering going that way. He did that way once. It fucking. Like him.
4: In the middle of that call, Pickle did what I do all the time, where he's so angry or so passionate about something that you lose track of what you're, <laughs> what you're angry about.
1: <laughs> like, uh, that was a passionate call, right there. I for challenged. Sure. We I asked challenged for it, Pickle. I challenged asked him, for and he brought it. Yeah, we asked he for it. He brought it. I love that passion. Oh man, that's what makes this show so fun. Uh, let's go to the next call.
15: It's
1: the growl that makes him howl.
15: AKA Joey the Blind Panther. Feeling much better. Uh, Good to hear. Actually went to this game today. And I really. I came away thinking that, like, we lost because, not because we were bad. We didn't look dumb. We didn't look like, oh my God, we really suck. Yeah, it wasn't like the Bengals game or the Ravens game. We just. The Steelers committed to stopping the run, and they did, and they dared us to pass the ball, and we came somewhat close, but we didn't do it. We cannot beat them passing the ball. But as far as people saying, like, does this, like, you know, what does this say about Steve Wilkes and all that stuff? Dude, I still feel the same way about Steve Wilkes as I did coming into this game. He needs to be the head coach because he kept it. He kept Sam Darnold, like, you know, Sam Darnold didn't actually, you know, he didn't, he didn't fold. Like he, he played well. He didn't fold. Like, you know, when things are going, not going our way, he just, he just kept on going. He kept his wits about him, which is something that if you don't have a coach that is a true leader like Steve Wilkes is, you're not going to get out of Sam Donnell. And um, I think that I mean, the Steelers are just better. That's all. We really didn't look that bad. And could we go to the playoffs? Sure. But I mean, we're going to win some and lose some. And I also think that this season is really a tale of two seasons. It's a tale of the first five weeks and the rest of the season. Because if you think of it, I mean, it's kind of like you have to disregard the Matt Rule era or the tail end of it. But you can't because it still counts as a record for this season.
1: Anyway, guys. Wow! Wow! This is a well. Glad you're feeling better, Joey. Um, I'm sure that this game didn't help uh, the recovery process in many ways. Your call made me think about something, though. Was, and I want the callers to get on this. I want the chat to get on this. I'll ask Greg first. Today, did the Steelers' offense? beat our defense more than their defense be our offense Uh, or vice versa and is that a is do you understand what i'm asking yeah i I get what you're asking i don't want to blame one or the other but where was the bigger discrepancy on this team was it our defense or our offense
4: it's a tough answer because honestly, our offense didn't play that bad. Our offense didn't play that bad, but they didn't play very well either. But their offense also was like eleven for fourteen on third down, which is insane. Like if you're going to win a game, you're going to third down is where you're going to win the games. Like your third down yeah. plays, they were eleven for fourteen, I think something like that. That's nuts. So honestly, if I had to vote right now, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably say our their offense beat our defense worse than their defense. I think
1: that's offense. the answer.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah chat room agrees How um, do you
1: feel cody because i would point to this is that they won the time of possession and time mm-hmm. of possession is won by your offense yep they had a big right? 20 20 um, drives. they yeah. had a 75 percent third down efficiency rate yeah you know that's an offense beating a defense um you are and it really and, and it just prevented our offense from having a chance to be an offense. We didn't run any yeah. plays, man. We ran 33 plays the whole game or something like that.
2: Look, like Dr. Rosen says, they took an entire quarter from us. See, if they do that, the only answer to this question is defense. The defense yeah. lost the game for us today. The offense was doing enough to put us in position. Now, if you want to say they didn't punch it in, yeah, that's a great question. I think the play calling was not good. Right. But when your defense uh, allows the opposing offense to have the ball for the entire third quarter, mm-hmm. you were an abject failure on defense, and that's absolutely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see.
1: How do you to look up just the wanna, number of plays that we had?
2: Well, this? Uh, so yeah, I
3: wanted to ask
1: hard. a question real
3: quick because it just seems weird to me so uh, we were watching this in the man cave and we saw at the end of the third quarter that big long drive that dude came into the huddle that was fucking weird as shit um it was whatever it was and uh i don't know if that was the same one but nonetheless they you were, mean
2: the steeler player that yeah. ran over to the huddle? No,
3: wait, I'm thinking about a different part. That was different. Uh, but yeah, th- there was one where he had uh he taunting, taunting Jeremy Chin. Um, they had gotten down to the eight yard oh, line. Deontay. He got up and he stood over top. Yeah, oh yeah, bring this um, up, CK. Yeah, definitely. and it was a 15 yard penalty, right? So mm-hmm. it took them back to the 22nd, 20 uh, yard line. Um, my issue is is when he was at the eight yard line, that's first and uh, first and goal from the eight, right? Mm-hmm he got the penalty after he was accomplishing the first and goal from the eight, the 15 yard penalty should be assessed from there. And it should be first and goal from the 22 yard line. Yep. They gave them a first and 10 from there. Am mm-hmm. I wrong in that? at the assessment, that seems like a pretty logical thing for any position of that, because a first and goal, a first and goal or from the 22 is a much bigger pen punishment than a first and 10 from the 22. Like that 30. just seems absolutely asinine um does that not seem like a bit of a problem or if that's the way the rules are written that's absolutely ridiculous
4: i think you're 100 right you brought this up in the man cave like you said and and i didn't think about it at first but yeah i, I think you're right completely and that changed the whole aspect of it because you're right first and 22 first and goal from the 22 is way different than first and 10 from the 22 it's like a totally different ball game uh it it made a huge difference and i can't believe nobody else said anything about it like it, unless you're wrong, or we're wrong, because I'm agreeing with you. So I'm gonna say like, we're wrong. Um, I don't know why it wasn't like that, because it, it it it's a big yeah.
2: deal. I did. well, you know, if we were being overreactionary by saying, "Oh, Steve books is the guy; that's the head coach," if that was overreactionary, I just want to put it out there that I don't think any of us on this podcast. Are going the other direction and being overreactionary to this loss. That now that means because we lost, Steve Oakes is no longer the man for the job. Oh yeah, and I, I don't. don't think think I don't that...
1: feel like I'm in that. Camp yeah,
2: at none all. of a, not, None of us do. Um, I, I think that he, he still does a lot of things that the Panthers could use a lot more. From. And I would he... actually. Yeah,
1: I would. Good.
2: No, I was gonna say if you give him another opportunity to build this team the way that he wants to next year, it might not be a bad thing for us. But what I will say, and this is just being fair, <laughs> it, it 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 can't be one of those things where regardless of what happens, we give him the job. He has to have a good performance sure. down the stretch. I think not not get blown out, be competitive. It's time to be a competitive football team and. If he doesn't do that, I think it's going to be hard to retain him.
1: I think one of the things that maybe today makes me wonder more about is if Steve Wilkes comes as in the head coach, will Al Holcomb be the defensive coordinator? You know, I'm going to start thinking about these guys have to – Holcomb's got to prove a lot too. If Steve Wilkes is going to go and fill out his – I don't think Ben McAdoo is going to be the coordinator. You know, I mean, and this defense is going to have to play better to the end of this year for me to say, man, I feel good about Wilkes just assembling the guys, his, his guys, and Al Holcomb being his dude. Yeah. Oh, he's, Tom, he's, Brady's uh,
2: just, Tom Brady's just doing interception. But the there's Vandals still 11 minutes, there's still 12 17.
4: minutes left, but yeah, it's looking pretty good for Wow, dude, nice. I can't believe hey, that. He's that done,
2: he's turned
1: today. the ball over a ton this year.
2: Even Tony. after today, we're still alive in this, man.
4: You were asking earlier uh, total plays Pittsburgh 68 Carolina 43 Pittsburgh 43. 325 yards Carolina 209 Pittsburgh 22 first downs Carolina 12 Um they had twice down.
1: as many uh, uh not twice as many they had what uh, I guess 20 more 24 more 26 more offensive plays Well what's funny is yards per play
4: Pittsburgh 4.8 Carolina 4.9 we had the same almost the same yards per play yeah uh, 156 yards brushing for them 21 yard for us we had they had seven penalties for 81 yards which i didn't really see in the game we had five for 40 i felt like we had a lot more penalties no turnovers in the game at all they had 36 minutes of uh possession and we had 23 49.
1: and that's what it is they had a yeah. they had one drive that had 21 plays they, they had well one drive that was 50 percent of our offensive production today yeah, you know? I mean, you yeah. I mean that's like you know who's over there going like, uh, Ron Rivera's over there with his arms folded, going, "Good job to the Steelers today." That's how you win a football game. Mm-hmm. This is Ron Rivera's wet dream of a football game. Mm-hmm. That's how you beat teams, yeah. man. It's like, oh, the only way we could have been better is if we took two quarters away from them motherfuckers. All right. Next goal.
6: <laughs> Also, this is White Chocolate Espresso. I want to call him something perfectly clear. I want Steve Woods as his next Panthers coach. He is my number one option. He should be considered no matter how the season plays out for that position. But to say locked, sealed, nothing can go wrong. He should automatically get this job. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's like, you know, if Matt Rule, It was like a bad girlfriend who doesn't put out. And she just doesn't put out whatsoever. (laughs) And for two and a half years, we've had blue balls. And we finally broke up with her. And we hook up with his chick, Steve Wilkes, and she puts out. And now we're ready to go out and buy a fucking diamond ring for her. And (laughs) we found the
12: girl who watched porn with you. Give it some time. (laughs) Interview your candidates.
6: And then, decide. Steve is still my number one choice. If he goes three, he, if he wins three to four games this year, for the rest of the year, I'll say lock it in. But if he loses out, I'm still considering him, but he's probably not my number one option. Sorry, not sorry. If Jim Harbaugh wants to come here, I don't care if you say, oh, Carolina's a top head coaching job. Nobody wants to come to Carolina. Oh, This is the NFL. This is not college football. Which one? It's a head coaching job. You pay. Pepper will pay. Trust me. <laughs> You've seen that. He will pay. But to me, Steve Wilkes is still my number one option. If the season ends with us going undefeated, stamp it. If it doesn't, I'm not going to put a stamp to it, but I'm still not going to not hire him. But to say, oh, I won't even consider Jim Hallball
1: job. I, I can't ever issue. get him right. I just call him Harbo. Like yeah. no, you consider it. You're not going to shut the resume. Up. Shut yeah, shut the door. He you has his resume to in his,
6: his hand. Name. He's come here. But well, yeah, Steve Wilkes is still my number one option. Peace. I think it's and Jim.
4: and to be yeah. fair, to be fair, I I, I agree with Kevin there, man. Like, and and I'm I'm to the point where I I want Steve Wilkes, and I still think he's the guy. Um, but it's almost not fair to not. Even look at other people, right? Isn't that kind of the point? Like you just got to look at other people.
1: It would have been a lot. uh Well, yeah, you have to do that, no matter. Yeah, that's, what. that's kind of but the that point, right? Of the rule, you got to look at other people. Harder, and he won yeah. today. Wilkes, you know, he had the opportunity to kick the game-winning field goal, and he didn't. So the application's getting harder. Harbaugh uh, is an interesting character. I mean, I am intrigued by this idea. I, men- I mentioned his name several times in the past. I know people say you know David Tepper might not want to deal with a college coach, but this isn't the regular trajectory of a nut, like a guy who hasn't been in the NFL and had success. This is kind of like a Pete Carroll trajectory, right? It is guys that started or like had NFL at like experience, then they go back to college, then they come back to the NFL. You know, you got to wonder what Harbaugh's time in Michigan has done to change or add to his complexity as an individual you know has it helped him you know to better work with people and he's going to return to the nfl that's the name that's intriguing to me uh then you got to start wondering what type of coach could work i think we're at the point where we probably need to start asking is what kind of coach personality does david tepper like does he need a yes, man? Are we going to get a wet noodle now? Cause maybe Matt rule, Matt rule just told you what you wanted to hear. Um, are we going to get a wet noodle coach or are we going to get somebody who is going to be willing to do whatever he wants? Like that's too abrasive. You know, that way you know, those are all, gosh, personality means so much when it comes to hiring these guys. I like Harbaugh though.
16: Hey guys, Sucks on the City aka Carolina Sports Guy. Uh, and they do it to us every time, don't they? And they get our hopes up. We think things are going to go well. And it, 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 I guess a couple things wear on me. It's not the losing here, it's losing to Pittsburgh and that stupid ass piece of shit, fat ass, overweight. And I'm talking about the women, not just the men fan base to drive from West Charlotte or where they freaking come from out of the hills. I can't stand Pittsburgh. And I really hate their freaking obnoxious fans. To lose to them some of the bitches a day, taking their stadium, I hate it. I can't stand them. And this was our time to get them guys because they really are sucking eggs and we blew it. And thing that was so bad is losing the Sucking eggs. a shit second overall pick It's a poor quarterback. It's his first win ever against us second game, if you remember, 17-3 to Chicago, and really they had no offense. It was all defense for the Bears that game. And here's Trubisky beating us again. It's pathetic. It's embarrassing. Now, I don't know hang up my head. If no, Tampa Bay loses today, we're still in it. But here's what we got. What I want to see, this is really going to determine to me if Wiltz gets his job, what he does against Detroit. Detroit's hot. And Detroit's playing well. If we lay an egg against Detroit, no matter what else happens, maybe Wilkes ain't the guy. But if Wilkes can come in and beat a very hot Detroit team at home, it's how you bounce back, guys. You're going to drop games sometimes. If he can win against Detroit and put us on par to play Tampa Bay in the next and last game for a shot of the division, I can still believe... But I really want to see how he does preparing this team coming off this loss. Yeah.
1: I think we watched Tom Brady die before our face last week, and I don't think anything has changed this week. Yeah. No, Uh,
13: it's
1: yeah. Like it's uh if you guys saw this last play, and well not last, I mean who knows where y'all's feet are at, but uh it set up the third and seven, it was second and seven deep. He's dropping into the end zone to throw it. He throws it to a running back who, well, like he throws it before the guy turns around, right? Like, so he's like trying to anticipate everything. The guy turned the other way. The ball was the other. It was still the most dangerous pass. Like that, it almost seems like now Tom Brady's so bad, like it's like about to just implode. That could have been a pick six right there. He's had four takeaways today, and that's a pick six. You're throwing. He's just getting hit all over the place, dude. Well, this is how deceiving
4: things can be, though. Is like we're saying Tom Brady's having a bad game. Their running game's not doing like great today, and they've scored one more point than we did. And we said that Sam Darnold had a fantastic game. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Looking at things on face value, is not necessarily. Sam Darnold had had a
1: fantastic game. But he also didn't have one four less turnovers. Brady has right now. You're right. No, that's that's you're what I'm a, saying. A, you're like, a, omitting looks, a bunch of other stats, too, and a bunch of other factors. That's why like I'm saying his, his,
4: looking at his, face value doesn't always, always.
3: His passer out. rating was it's like he's right now three games in without being asked to do a whole lot, except for today he was asked to do more. He's got the best passer rating of any quarterback we've had on the field in the past three years. Huh?
1: Sammy, Sammy D. I just 180? think it's it. I thought that the Tom Brady implosion talk was premature earlier in the season, but last week I was converted. I was like, man, I think it's just over. Yeah. And this week is not changing my opinion. Different. Yeah. Nobody
2: wants, nobody wants to win the NFC South. Everybody oh. wants to lose it rather than win it.
1: That's the truth. All right, uh, we're down to the last two goals. Yo, what's good, C3? It's uh, JD Aces 4. Uh, I'm
7: calling in in response to the question that Tony just posed about whether the Steelers' defense beat our offense or did their offense beat our defense. My answer to that is definitely their offense beating our defense more so than their defense beating our offense because the strength of our team is the defense. Um, a few weeks back, I want to say uh, maybe a week after Wilt took over as the interim head coach, there's a clip that the Panthers posted where he says that the speed of the pack is determined by the speed of the leader. Well, we apply that to the, the team, the leader of the, the, the position, the side of the ball, if you will, that's the defense, that's the strength of our team. The defense, when the defense does his job, it, it, we're in a much better position to win games. And today, our defense got punched in the mouth. Um, They weren't able to get off the field on third down. And that, in turn, allowed the fucking Steelers to do what it is that they they went out and did. Uh, Offensively, I said it earlier, Sam played a damn good game. So if anybody's talking about how Sam Sam played a damn good game, that's coming from somebody who has not been a huge Sam Donald fan. Um, I said it previously. I believe... Talk all the shit you want about McAdoo. McAdoo is a part of the reason why Sam is actually playing fairly fucking well. So, yeah, the 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 defense, our defense, definitely was the culprit in this game. Um, like I said earlier, our offensive line chose a bad time to have a bad game, but they put out more good Sam than they put out bad. And you have Sam who kept his composure, playing well after having getting being sacked four times. Um, all that being said, this team is still positioned to make noise. They're still positioned to to, to do good things. I do – I'm one of those people that want Wilt to be the head coach. I understand there's a process they got to go through, but Wilt should be the head coach. You don't take over a team that's one and four and have them out there playing good football. Yeah, the division isn't great, but he took over a team that wasn't going anywhere. Like they were dead. They were dead to rights, and he had those guys out there playing. Today was a bad yeah, game. Man. Bad games happen again. Under Wilts, I've seen more good out of this team than I've seen bad. So, yeah, hey, again, appreciate what you guys do. Love the show, always supporting it. Hit the like, hit the subscribe if you guys haven't. Keep pounding with C3, all right?
2: Keep pounding, yeah, JD. Yo, J.D.'s been, like, the voice of reason for a long time He's now, the man. the voice Trying of to... optimism. Optimism, but he also makes some good points, too, man. It's like, you can't be completely out on Steve Wilkes after today. It was a bad performance, but it wasn't even as bad as the Cincinnati loss, you know? And, and, and that, apparently, everybody had the flu. So, I don't know. Listen, right now, looking at Tampa Bay... Looking at New Orleans being trashed, they beat the Falcons today. But so what? Uh, we've got to take a licking and keep on kicking, man. Like mm-hmm. it's this... not over, and yeah. now we got to look forward to the to the Detroit Lions, man. It, did it, did they beat the Jets or did the Jets pull it up?
1: <laughs> I think they beat them. Uh, I, think I don't think Rick,
2: Look that up for me, please. Uh, here's yes.
1: the one thing: is every time I look at, as we're talking about Tom Brady and watching him, every time I look at him since he's in Tampa and he puts Jets one. Sorry. Oh, the jet. Jets. one. Twenty
4: seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Jets one. Yeah. No. Wow.
12: Nice. That's
4: so good for us. With Zach Wilson, had
2: a bad performance.
1: Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Every, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no I, was, yeah, I apologize. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Lions. Yeah, the yeah. Lions won. Life so that I means they're still it. good um every time i look at tom brady in that in those bucks colors and he puts the jacket that's cold in the cold weather i always think of bison from street fighter yeah, like bison. i i don't know why it's The color scheme <laughs> i just see him being like that dictator that's um that's just what i just thought of as i was yeah, watching that cool. all right let's go to the last call
17: Hey y'all, um, this is uh, Blair Bear Cookie Monster's wife. um nice. I just want to get on here hey, and say I'm really disappointed with the fans today. Sorry, my voice is a little hoarse. Um, I was hopefully screaming and yelling as much as I could um, since our fans were just sitting there silently. Um, there were some there, but no one was saying a word. Um, so just really disappointed to see that our fans just weren't excited about anything going on in the game at all. Um, So that was really, really frustrating. And then just our defense as well, just didn't show up well today. I'm a really big Brian Burns fan and um, he just hasn't been playing um, as aggressive as I'd like to see him play as he has been prior. So just wanna get on here and say that um, would really, really love to see more fans um, for the Carolina Panthers, more ride or die fans, you know, um, we were there uh, for Thursday night football in the rain and cold um, to celebrate us getting married um, back in November. So, you know, it's like, and we drive five and a half hours um, to get to these mm. games. So, you know, we're yeah. really big Carolina Panthers fans for people not to show up and basically have a takeover of Panthers fans. or I'm sorry, uh, Sailors fans is extremely frustrating. So we'd love to see more people show up to the games, have more excitement about the team. I know. We're not doing well, but you know we gotta support our team. We gotta be Ryder guy. If we're not, then you need to find a different team.
1: That's it. Bye guys. Player
4: Bear, I like it. That's
1: the call of the night. Yeah, that's the call of the night that takes over for people. She was fantastic uh, right there. She's right. Is uh, you know, and that is kind of what we're trying to do up here is build uh the fan base up into one of those that uh, can weather these moments like this. Um. Bank of America has always, because they instituted those um, PSL, the PSL system, the first team I believe to ever do that, um, has made the Bank of Amer- America experience, uh, especially corporate, you know, for mm-hmm. the beginning, you know, is like because a lot of businesses buy PSLs and give the tickets to away to people that are, you know, they rubbing elbows with. There's always been a sort of Maybe gentle gentility to the Panther fan base, like that southern, like it's sanitary a little bit sometimes when you're like, is like you're worried that the person behind you is going to get mad that you're standing up on third down.
4: If uh, uh, I paid for that ticket, I know, I them I know. yeah, I paid for that asshole. ticket. Yeah, they, I know, they but just
1: like, is that, that what it's gonna is that we're talking about creating the goal one day is for Bank of America or whatever stadium we play in, in that day to be one of those intimidating environments for an opposing team. And we don't have to beat people up like they do in Philadelphia to do that. Right. You know, but that's what we're hoping for one day that we are the legacy team, like the Steelers are, and we have to build a legacy on success. Mm -hmm. There's gotta be some history to your team of success. And that's why, you know, like these kids that grew up as Steeler fans when Terry, like when they're winning Super Bowls, that's what they become those fans that can never, ever cheer for another team, you know? And like that's how you generate that. So at some point, we're going to have to hoist a Lombardi. At some point, we're going to have to put together some back to back winning seasons. At some point, we're going to have to create our own history. And I think there's some good, moments there for us to look back on but i don't know if we've had the the success yet to to really cultivate that but hey we'll be here for it either way
4: we were almost there man it felt like we were almost there a
1: few years ago (sighs) i know we were and that also i think 2015 taught me more than anything is that those moments are much harder than we give we see other teams get there a lot You know, we felt like because Brady and them got there with the Patriots every other year or whatever it was, it felt like that it's easy to replicate that success. But it's really not, even when you are really good. And we we were there. We were there. We missed We still
4: haven't had back-to-back winning seasons, man. Not once. Like,
1: Pretty insane. And it's hard to get (laughs) there. We (laughs) got to get loud. We got to... We've got to come up with some cheers. That's what we got to do. I think that's the next thing we're doing for the C3 Panthers podcast. We got to come up with some sort of institutionalized cheer other than keep pounding. Not abandon it, but a tradition. We got to build some traditions. Yeah. As fans, is that now let's not go jumping on tables, but we got to find our niche. What is it that Panther fans do like do we let's throw tobacco leaves on the field tobacco that's (laughs) that's old school you know i don't know i think we gotta go come up with the protect the bank the vault something like that i don't know we're gonna have to create some traditions create we need some new heroes too that's what we're rolls of dimes we need some new heroes we need some new make candidates.
2: it hail baby yeah
4: Man, the rosa does. did y'all see in that game of the day they were throwing snowballs at players yeah. like in that the game incredible. it's like holy yes. crap can you imagine <laughs> you going for a pass and getting hit with a snowball right when you go up for
1: the pass to catch it
2: that's That'd hilarious crazy. i wish it would have well, happened um
1: all right I don't know. those are I all mean, the I, calls so we can go ahead and then we'll get the talent well, I, I
2: mean obviously i was upset at the game today but i feel like this post-game therapy did me some good. I'm not really even upset anymore, man. It's like we know that this team yeah. is not going to contend for the Super Bowl. The only hope that we have for this season is the hope that we've had for a few weeks now. The NFC South is bad. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are about to lose mm-hmm. to the Cincinnati Bengals. That's what we needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Everything that we needed to happen today in the division happened, except, except for, for us. the Panthers. But it's Except okay. The Panthers getting the W. So, yeah. We woke uh, up in the
4: same place we're in now.
3: Yeah. Hey guys, by yeah. the way, just to keep in mind, the the Buccaneers didn't just lose this game. They went they were up 17 to 0 as well. Mm-hmm. And they haven't scored since. And they have been have had 27 unanswered score or unanswered points against them. Mm-hmm. So, They're if you want to compare the 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 decimation of a team, um I would say just Look at what's going on with Tampa, and I say we have a lot more bright future than what they have right now.
4: Yeah, We're the Uh, most deserving team of the NFC South. If there is a deserving team, it looks like we're the most deserving team because Tampa Bay looks like garbage, but New Orleans and Atlanta do too. Like They look like hot garbage, garbage
1: on fire. We're just
4: garbage. They're on
1: fire. It's crazy. All right. That's the C3 Panthers postgame show. We still got to rock up with some – Dab on a picks and some uh towel of shame, but before we do that, we got to go down under to Australia, Cody.
2: Yeah, man. Sp- uh, spectral. Uh, I- I'm pretty sure I messed up. See, I know you can how to say this, man. But, uh, <laughs> with the the one actual, actual? yeah,
1: actor one actual. One
2: a- uh, yeah, with the ten dollar love bomb it says codizzle Allen's the goat Oh, shit yes. You are he does have, digos. he does yeah. have
1: the golden pipes, guys. Don't forget, you can be supporters of the show by smashing the thumbs up button, subscribing, checking us out on any podcast catcher that you uh, hang out on, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher. Don't forget, there's the opportunity too to become a C3 super fan, where you can support the show with a small monthly contribution that we help reinvest into uh, this show and building that. Uh, fan base you get some cool emojis and some things like that we appreciate all the people who donated tonight all the people that are here listening uh to this therapy session and um we accept blue cross actually we don't accept any assurance the only assurance that what well, we we don't accept insurance we accept assurance and assure us that you're going to come back and hang out with us next week and next year and tomorrow or wherever else we're doing some content, Cody Lack. Let's uh whatever surprise me. Where do you want to go first <laughs> on our last segment of the post game show?
2: Ooh, surprise, surprise!
7: I just like doing it, man. Dab on them folks. Dab on them folks. In that, in that. Dab on them folks. They
5: like seeing
2: it. Tell me what to do. Dab on them folks. Dab on them picks. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Uh, There's only one person that I want to pick for the dab on them, and it's Sam Darnold. Yeah, I see you in the twat in the the chat talking bullshit, twat. (laughs) But Sam Darnold did not lose this game today. Sam Darnold played one of the best games I've seen him play under pressure. He was really good on third down. He was. Uh, He was the right spot over the football. Like, look, even though it was a losing performance today, it was not on Sam Donald. Mm. It, it, it just wasn't. And I think that he continues to get better and better. So I am going to use my dab on a pick on Sam Donald. Dab on them folks, Sam. You deserve it.
1: Mm. Let's oh no, right there. Let me
2: just get this out of the way. Oh, this From is about to
1: lovely... be my dab on them pick right here, Karen Choice. From
2: the lovely Karen Choice. she says, I support with money. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate She's it. My dab on them pick. You're
4: the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'll go. Uh l- let me just say I'll dab on the uh Steelers run defense. Our biggest thing coming to this game was that we were running football team. We talked last week about having a three-headed monster about how this is going to carry us into the Super Bowl and into, into the playoffs, and they shut us down. So I hate to give it to the team, but I got to dab on the uh, the Steelers' run defense.
2: All right. And by the way, another person we need to dab on, Michael Davis. Yes. Because he's the best, like he always is, with the $35. That's just, just glad to be here. Merry Christmas, C3 family. Also, I'll hire you, Codizel. <laughs> if so i appreciate it hey you already have it backup i like it. Job.
1: i love yeah. it i love it um unemployment insurance right there from the <laughs> patrons patron appreciate state. you michael go ahead ck um my dab on him this is such a hard one to have
3: to to do i don't know i got after sam darnold you know Terrace marshall jr i'm gonna throw it uh throw it out to him man Terrace uh, had a great game today um, I know it was only a couple of receptions, but they were big time receptions and the dude is one of the, one of the only, I guess, one of the only receivers in the NFL that has the go route like that on more than 50% of the routes that he runs. So, um, I just want to yeah. give him some, uh, some, uh, dab on him.
1: I w- I'm with you. CK is like, this is one of those ones that you really, I don't think anybody deserves a dab on him pick and mm. on the whole team. Yeah, and I think like even for Sam Darnold, just saying that you didn't blow it is the way you get it. Uh, but I'm gonna give you a strange one too because you know what is like we got we got to make the picks. We could have first. want gonna dab on Michael, Kieran, Specter, One, Actual, all the people that support the show, all the people that have been here uh, tonight in the conversation. So dab on you guys. Um, my dab on them, though, this is for Cody. I'm gonna dab on Shy Smith shy smith uh called a late he called a late fair catch today and it looked like he could have fumbled it like it like he wasn't had it didn't have a good bead on it and i was like oh god please come up with this football and he caught it and then he had this one big catch too for a first down and he got popped I mean, just absolutely rocked, and he held on to it. Still caught it, it, didn't he? He held on to it. So I say this. My dab on him today was shy, held on to the ball.
2: Some moments
1: that were like, oh, shit, this is about to be so good. Dab on him,
2: shy. Dab on him, shy, Smith. All right. So by order of uh, elimination, that means you know what's (laughs) that.
1: the towel of shame segment where we pick our player or our issue or our fault with uh, the team. And this is where we throw that towel of shame on them. When it comes to this, there's probably a laundry list of people that you could be upset with. It's so bad. And when it's collective like this too, it's hard to identify an individual when it's collective. Right. And I know who some of you guys are going to throw out there. There's one individual that's already been beaten a lot on this show. I'm going to beat up, though, the thing that we've been celebrating. I'm throwing the towel on what we've been celebrating for the last couple of weeks. And that's this offensive line today for the Carolina Panthers is that we got uh, our man Bradley Bozeman making pancake videos. We're all hype. We're all a little nervous that Moten is falling apart a little bit or starting to slow down where he wasn't always the fastest dude off the kick step in the first place. But, you know, this offensive line just got bullied uh, and, and somebody in there was like, oh, they're a good run-blocking offensive line against bad teams. They didn't do anything good today. um, And it wasn't one single player either. It was a collective failure. So my tale of shame goes on the offensive line, which I thought was, could of really be the thing that this team ran towards the NFC South championship behind. And today, they couldn't run at all.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm going to go first, and I'm just going to take the uh, the low-hanging fruit. There's a, there's a popular name that I wanted to say, but no, I'm going to give it to the person that deserves it the most. Keith Taylor? Mm. What in the fuck are you doing, bro? You are getting destroyed out there. Every time that we needed you to make a play, you got absolutely embarrassed, man. Once upon a time, you thought that we we had people thinking that if uh, CJ that you would be the guy to come in and be better than him. And, dude, that did not happen. Uh, You were one of the weakest links on a very weak defense today. Uh, And, yeah, I think a lot of his plays lost us the game. Not saying it's all on him, but he damn sure had a big piece of the pie. So Keith Taylor Jr., ice up, son. Mm. Ice up or Talisham,
4: both work. Both next, <laughs> yeah, both work. Whatever.
2: Okay, what you want this? You want me? Yeah, I'm you right. even, I'm right. out. It's okay. It's okay.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's all the all same. same. same.
2: Okay.
3: Um, listen, in in the interest of being a hundred percent fair to the the situation, I've got to ice up uh, Steve Wilkes. The one thing that you're going to be hired as, as a defensive head coach is uh, to take pride in in stopping. Uh, you know these offenses from doing the things that they that this offense was able to do 13 for 15 on the uh on three third downs are unacceptable on any level of any game whatsoever but in a professional level to have that high of a success rate for uh third down conversions um as, with an offense like this is just unacceptable. you have to take the towel of shame Steve Wilkes good one um you know what i'm gonna go
4: uh like ck here i'm gonna go with uh just for the simple fact of and because uh i gotta be fair uh for the entire (laughs) up until the the two weeks ago i called brian burns the king of almost then i jumped on the bandwagon of this is the guy we need to pay him and i really thought he's gonna be that guy but since i've done that in two weeks he's been very very pedestrian in in the game and um you know, I got I, I to gotta put the towel of shame on Brian Burns. Like, I expected a lot more of you. I've been arguing for you to be paid as a top five defensive end in the NFL. After the last two games, it's hard for me to make that argument. It really is. I can excuse one game, but two games in a row with absolutely nothing, that's that—that's tough, man. That's tough for me to defend you. So, Brian Burns, towel of shame.
1: Well, uh, man, that was – To be honest, this show today was a little bit less intense than I expected my reactions and fans to be. I think this was, if I was going to describe the temperature of this show to someone later on, even about the calls, I think it was sobering. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a little reality mixed with disappointment.
4: Dude. So I'm sorry, I hate to interrupt you. Uh New England 24 24 uh against uh Las Vegas. New England does this one play, it's a it's a screen pass. They run up and they're doing a couple of laterals. One of the laterals gets intercepted and run back for a touchdown. Game over.
1: Las Vegas. Chandler Jones, Holy, Holy, touchdown. Holy shit, man. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Shit. That is fucking incredible. Yeah.
2: Uh, hey, can I can I help reset us, Tony? Uh look, we're at the end of the show. We're about to get out of here. Look, we knew that this team had some flaws, but I would say let's not get too down on ourselves. No, Detroit no. Detroit Detroit barely won today. Uh we have to play them again at home, so it's going to be our final home game of the year. You know, the, we, we really are going to have to put up a good performance. And uh everything is still out in front of us, man. Tampa lost today. Mm-hmm. Uh a- Atlanta lost today.
1: You really got to see this play, Cody. Have you not seen it? It's crazy. Yeah, the
2: Chandler Jones?
1: (laughs) Are you talking about the lateral one that I was talking about? The lateral. Yeah, I
2: did. Yeah, I saw the whole thing. That's like
1: the worst. First, lateral plays never work. Have you you ever seen one really work? There's probably like one out there that's worked. They do it. It's like usually like, oh, game over. And this game over got gamed over. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because it, it would have yeah, gone to overtime. That's like the <laughs> worst possible down, it gone outcome. It's was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Ugh. that's the all stuff right, yeah. I was
4: talking about about Minnesota and things falling their way in Las Vegas and things not falling their way. That's the thing where
1: it fell their way for for Las Vegas right there. Um, we didn't yep. have it fall our way today, but we got yep. we got outplayed, we got beat, but we'll be here next week. And I think Cody's right. Is like, first we're not. All, I'm not all out on anything. I just right. really was hoping today was going to just generate some. Man, if we would have won today, dude, I would have almost been intolerable as a fan going forward.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know,
1: like my hope would have just rocketed today. Even if we won by one point. Man like this, we doing it. We getting it. We going to get there. We made some noise. <sighs> That's it. Uh, my name is Tony Dunn, C3 Panthers podcast. Uh, we're here after every game. We're here Tuesday night live. 9 p.m. you can catch us wherever you get your podcast we've got saturday and madden simulations we've got the friday free for all we've got the wednesday beat check and i think we're even going to bring you back a debate might take this thursday wednesday or thursday so we're rocking and rolling with the content we'll be back the panthers will keep pounding we'll keep pounding cody lashney tell them whatever you ever need to tell them to do you guys give your outros and let's go
2: Yeah, man, look, uh, find me on Twitter at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y, L-A-C. Every Friday at 7 p.m., we do the Friday free-for-all The show for the fans, by the fans, where you can come and be a part of the show. And, uh, yeah, content on drafttech.com, where I am the analyst for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, So that's it, baby. Hey, heads up. We're not going to get down on ourselves. We're not done keep pounding ck
3: yeah i'm gonna uh you know listen i want to let you guys know you can follow me on twitter but i also want to say thank you for everybody who still shows up in the midst of you know disappointment um these therapy sessions as we call them have been uh more than uh therapeutic and more than needed um in a lot of these games this year but I tell you what we are in a weird division in the NFL right now so there's still some hope but there's uh, also uh some concerns so we hopefully will come out here and be a different team next uh, next week so look forward to seeing you guys on Tuesday
2: yeah that's it greg Talk
4: to uh, you can find me at the bat daddy 52 on twitter is my personal handle uh i don't check it out that often but i do, I do try to get in there every once in a while or check me out fridays 9 p.m eastern standard time on youtube at the uh, geeks chasing squirrels across the multiverse podcast i will say this week we're not going to have a show one because it's close to christmas and two i am going into the knife on friday um next time you'll see me i have a nice set of c cups here so you know but no, Ooh, I've, 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 nice. I now i'm really gonna so get I some
1: subscribers <laughs> we talked <laughs> yeah. about earlier he yeah. said the uh, Boy, toy. Now you're really making it complicated. Uh, right? exactly. Yeah, I know,
2: right? <laughs> but no,
1: I really am uh, gonna go to the knife,
4: so I don't know if I'm gonna feel up to the show on Friday. So we're gonna take a break. But coming back the following week, we're gonna do a end of year review. We're gonna be talking about uh, the shows we've been covering, plus the best stuff of the year, the worst stuff of the year, as far as books, comics, and television shows go, movies and television shows go. So, and probably we'll are probably be an nice. to Avatar too. If you haven't seen it. I have not. I'm intimidated by how long it is, bro. But I've heard it's fantastic. Dude, I've
3: heard that it doesn't even feel like it's that long.
4: Yeah, it's getting great reviews. So three and a half hours. Three Mm -hmm. hours is not bad if you like what you're seeing. So I'm just
1: saying. It feels like a super long. All all right. right. Let's get out of here, Cody.
2: C3 Pan. Until next time. You already know what we do. Keep pounding.